Runaway Robot. Chapter 2 Troll Skull Alley What are you rolling? Ugh. Welcome to Diefall Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist Episode 7. Hello everyone. Hi, how are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh so <laughs> I was just asked, uh, and if those of you guys missed what I had been doing previously to this, I was explaining uh, some of the pieces of Dark Matter, uh, a D&D 5e uh, adventure world realm spacefaring thing, um, and they were asking me why did I roll 10d10 plus 200? Well, that's because that's the amount of damage that a void-powered warhead deals times 100. So take two, <laughs> 258 times 100, and that's how much uh, a Void Warhead uh, deals. So it's 25,800 damage. I hate and, that. And uh, in a 10-mile radius, vaporizes pretty much everything. Um, oh. So we were talking about some, <laughs> some spacefaring things because, relevant to that, on April 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this cast here, Dragon Heist, will be meeting our cast from the Aspects in a uh, multi-dimensional romp across... Uh, dark Matter, which is going to be interesting. We'll do a little one-shot with that. Everyone will meet up. It'll be a huge team-up deal, and I'll have more players on screen than I've ever had before, and that'll be that'll be really interesting. But anyways, yeah, that's why I rolled 250. They're called it's called mega points of damage. So if it's something has like mega health points or whatever, you multiply it by a hundred. There's like void dragons that have like 4,000 health, uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, there's also space sharks. You should read about space sharks. Freaking neat, man. It's a great, it's a great little deal. Um, so we were going through that earlier today. If you are interested in picking up the, uh, it's currently in beta. If you're interested in picking up that, um, the Dark Matter book on PDF, you can go to, uh, the store.magehandpress.com. Use the code RunawayRobot. Get 15, 15% off on it. And, uh, you can find it there. You can also go to their backer site, and if you want to go ahead and pre-purchase the hardcover copy, that'll be out in July. Um, so that's, that's what we were doing earlier. And that explains why I rolled so much damage. That's technically a hundred times less than the damage that actually is. But, yes. Welcome, everyone. How are you? Um, so we were kind of trying to figure out what happened last time, but before we do that, let's go, uh, let's go around the call here and see how everyone's doing. <clears throat> Dungeon Dame, you went on a little what? vacation this weekend. Would you, uh, would you like to, to talk about that? Uh, it was just super relaxing. We went up to Whistler with a few girlfriends of mine and stayed at my fiance's parents' timeshare. So it was super cheap and just super chill. We went out for dinner, did some walking around, looked at a pretty lake, which I sent you guys pictures of. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. And then we drove home. <laughs> awesome. It was very pretty. If you guys are in the Discord, go check out the uh, picture share uh, little channel, and uh, you can see where Dungeon Dame dropped very pretty pictures of, of that lake. And indeed, it is gorgeous. So glad you had a good time. Yeah. Mike, 
How are you, Yo. bud? What's going oh, on? How right. you been? Doing good, thinking that uh, I chased all the gremlins out of my computer to now we can have functional internet and play this game Perfect. without having to swap between phone and laptop and desktop all in one game. To be fair, <laughs> it worked out and I'm okay with that. But yes, I'm glad that you, you've cured the gremlin problem that we can see. Yeah, Hopefully so uh, it all works out uh, over the course of the show here. On this um, holy day... On, on this away. holy day, <laughs> please remove gremlins forever. Amen. Okay. Stella, how you been? What's going hey. on? Besides us playing way too much Minecraft on Friday, how have you been? <laughs> oh my gosh. If you guys are part of the Salt Factory and you want to get in on this Minecraft stuff, I highly recommend it. It's really, really fun. You just have to message my girl. I hope I'm pointing the right way. Um... Nope. She's actually the opposite direction. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, I've just been doing my Wednesday art doodle at my channel. I do doodles and D&D at uh, Stella Luna on Twitch here. Other than that, I just hang out with these wonderful folk. Ah, that is bold of you to call us wonderful, but thank you. Oh, bravo! You had a little bit of an adventure yesterday. You want to talk about it? Uh, sure. Um, I went to the Red Fair. It was really fun. I tried to sneak in as much Red Fair time as I could after work, and it was lovely. I met Danny Sexbang, who was super tall and super nice and sweet. Um, and um, I watched him jousting. I lost my voice. I took my mom. It's very fun. I flirted with the biggest, like, Scottish man I've ever seen. He was carrying a big axe, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to go back for him tomorrow. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, no, it was very fun. I gotta get that one. That yeah, one, no, I gotta go. I, I gotta go get that one. that one. Yeah, I'm gonna be back for him next weekend. <laughs> sure. I know where he lives now, so. Oh, Here that's I come, awesome, Daddy. Um, anyways, uh, but I um play <laughs> I play Minecraft with everyone here too, so that's been fun. I've had to miss the last couple nights, but yeah, like Stella was saying, if you wanna um hop on and join us, um, just send me a DM through Discord. And I'll put you on the list if server is willing. But yeah, if server is willing. Yes, uh, Bravo is the server. Praise be server. Uh, you must follow the rules of server, and likely sacrifice something to server to be let in at this point. So, good luck with that one. But yeah, it's a great time. You should join. It's gonna be awesome. Um, excellent. That sounds good. So, uh, in in let's let's go ahead and kick things off because we are we are starting at four today rather than. Uh, earlier, and I don't want to miss anything from Game of Thrones tonight, so let's kick this thing off. Uh, who wants to uh, roll to see to see who does recap today? The way you phrase that makes it sound optional. It, it <clears throat> does sound optional. Oh, yeah. Optional. Why did I roll? Not optional. <laughs> Not optional. Yeah. Yeah. So roll me a d20. Um... Ooh. Let's see what happens here. That's a 9, a 6, a 20, and a 6. We might have a roll-off, depending on where I roll here. 14. Uh, I believe that puts... Nope. Cry, Varys? that's 5. Yep, Cry. Closest? Yep. Oh, yeah. Because Varys is 6 off. Sweet. Cry, you're 5 off. So, Cry! Why don't you give us a little uh, a little recap? Mm. <laughs> Putting your front and center. Let's um, see what happens. Hmm, what happened last time? Okay, so 
Uh, I went shopping. She remembers the many colors in the in the in the fun store with the man who just kept talking to Malia. She felt lost, but she just picked out whatever whatever she grabbed and it fit. And they fixed it so it fit. She also got fun heels and she liked that. Um she also remembers going home and hearing some uh I almost said hobbits. <laughs> halflings. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> um some halflings talking shit. Um but she didn't want to be too much of a bother because she most definitely wanted to go home and water her plants. Cry also remembers a man with a mustache who really freaked her out and she couldn't understand why he was shaped like that. But um, he had a cool hat on. Cry also remembers a very, very dashing, sweet, handsome elf boy. Um, who, <laughs> elf boy? Elf boy who his name was something about stars she doesn't quite <laughs> remember that one um she just remembers the fun color of his hair which was strawberry blonde um cry also remembers the fact that we have joined every faction that we talked to and she's a little nervous for how that's gonna turn out because she's never joined anything other than this fun little troop of people but um, she knows that everyone's a lot smarter than she is, and they obviously have made the right decision, and she's just gonna follow it, so. Yeah. Did I miss anything? made the right decision. <laughs> Thank you for your recap. Um, wait, who was the guy with the mustache and the hat? Uh, is big that man. Mert? Big That's man. Mert. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, I couldn't tell, like, why he was shaped like that. I was like, it's gotta be Mert, right? <laughs> it's gotta be, be him? Yeah. Okay, um, so yeah, in, in summary, you guys, uh, you spent your morning, uh, talking to the, um, <clears throat> you talked to two different, uh, people from one, the, uh, uh, excuse me, the guilds, sorry. Uh, Hammond Craddock, the Vintners, Distillers, and Brewers Guild, left you a list of this month's wines and their prices. Uh, Will and Hamhand, the Guild of Butchers, stopped by, and you sort of cut a deal with him. We'll see how that works out. Um... You were then visited by Sergeant Alice Stone, who uh, had been tipped oh, off yeah. about demons being located in this vicinity, and uh, you are now permanently banned uh, from Froon's Brews. So yeah, the party's banned from Froon's, so that's interesting. Um, but you didn't get charged with anything, they didn't fine you, they didn't take you to the magistrate or anything, so you did talk them out of that, but you did have to, you're now per banned from Froon's. Um, Let's see, what else did you do? What uh, you let Vajra know about the mission status. Uh, so there was that. You did then we? went to Piet you went to Pietrin's clothiers to buy the fine clothing, and that's where everyone got their nice clothes. The yellow suit for Varys, Malia's new hat with a feather, and everyone looked all nice and pretty for the opera. Uh, when you were at you went and stopped at the yawning portal, met Yagra, uh, and Stonefist and uh, Dabble Star Song. Uh, and accepted a mission from them. Uh, it, it seems a little interesting. The mission itself is about how elves and half-elves are being killed over in the Docks District, and he wants you to look into it. Uh, he also gave you the name and location of a, uh, a broker for a loan, if you should need it for the inn. Um, you went to the opera, met Mert, listened to some good music, I suppose, uh, and you accepted another mission for the Harpers to go find yourselves a talking horse and see what that horse has to say. 
Uh, at some point in time, between all of those things, you did find some halflings that seemed interested in the inn, and uh, upon eavesdropping on them, it sounds like they have some interest in your place, and some may seek employment there at some point in time. Um, we ended the show with you guys returning after the night at the opera and ending up back at the inn, and I suppose our best place to start would be the next morning, unless anything you guys would like to accomplish uh, at night. No? Okay. So, you guys go to sleep, you get your full night's rest after an entire day of shopping, meeting new potential employers, uh, accepting various missions, uh, and watching a, a piece of art, which I'm not super sure how most of you guys would have taken that. Like, I don't know, has Cry ever seen an opera? Has Varus ever been in anywhere quite as nice and plush? Um, so maybe some things to, to figure out there, but the next morning comes for you, uh, and as all early spring mornings in Waterdeep, it is chilly, it is foggy, and, uh, there's plenty of breakfast wine to go around. Woo! So what yes. would you guys like to do? Water my crack. plants. Yeah, crack open a bottle of breakfast wine. <laughs> Bottle of breakfast wine cracked open, plants watered. I think it's pretty uh, safe to say that all of these things go swimmingly, uh, and you do so. I think Malia would try to strike up a conversation with Mina over breakfast wine. Um, oh, what did you think of the uh, the show? Do you think something could be more boring? Ugh. <laughs> he couldn't even understand what they were saying. It was just noises. Oh, um, what if what if you Varys? <clears throat> oh, God, yeah. How would Varys react to that? Yeah, I think he would also find it just yeah, like eh. There was it was it was a nice place. It was a nice building, and I liked getting to wear a suit. But the, I don't know what happened. I don't know what I was watching. There was a lot of people jumping around and singing about a thing, and I don't know. Yep. Yep. Cry. Okay. <laughs> you just hear Malia slowly breaking his spirit. Yeah, deflating a little bit. Yeah, this is super. Cry's gonna so nice. recognize that. And go. Like, she's got a rat in her mouth. Oh. <laughs> her belt rat. Yeah, I think that's her second belt rat. I should probably start marking those down. Yeah, I think you had three total or something like that. I had four. Uh, you had four. Okay, and you threw one. Two. Oh, now I only have one rat so snack. So you have you one guys. belt rat left. Kigs, give me more rat snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so, um, what did you think of the show, Amalia? Um, it was all right. It's all right if you enjoyed it. We don't have to <laughs> like the same things. Oh, but there was so much emotion, and you could hear the heart singing with the notes, and oh, the drama, the the, the color, it was a dance of its own. Yes. Perhaps I did not <laughs> yes. understand it, word by word, but... <laughs> Cultured. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Glad we could all do some things that you liked. Yes, it was memorable for sure. Davil! That's his name. Yeah, good job! <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I did say that about five minutes ago, but oh, hey, it's cool. Yep. <laughs> I like to think that Cry just like yelled that out with rap. <laughs> Devil! <laughs> that was his name. That's canon now. Uh, Cry uh -huh. is yelling about Davil Star She's got a rat halfway in her mouth. He's like, Davil! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Davil. Perhaps this is a good time as any to speak of Davil and the others that are quite interested in our party here. Yes. That's, this, there's so many. Why are there so many? <laughs> It appears that we have, we have a lot of new friends. It's nice. I Indeed. would not consider them all friends. Be careful with that, Barris. Hmm. So uh, what what are our thoughts there? We have this talking horse to go find uh, for um, Mr. Mert. <laughs> and then we also have to go discover what's going on with the half-elves at the dock. I would very much like to figure out what that is, as that is a potential hazard for both Varys and myself. Actually, Cry, are, are you half-elf too? No? Okay. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Wait, She's is so... Nina half-elf or full-elf? I'm half-elf. Okay. Yeah. What is... Is Varys half-elf too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're essentially uh... just two humans and one full-elf. <laughs> and, no, we're like three humans then. Like three humans and a full elf. Three, three humans and a full elf. There we go. <laughs> it is too early to do math. Mm. Sip. Um, oh, that's going to be a new CW sitcom. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> three humans and an elf. Two and a half men cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> How many rats are involved in this show? <laughs> Lots. Too many. <laughs> um, um, I'm so funny. So, which one would be easier to do? Like, well, horse. Either to find a talking horse or solve a murder, <laughs> a series of murders. Yeah. The market is on the way to the docks. True, but how how do we intend to find this talking horse? Are we just going to go and talk to all the horses, or how are we? I'm sure there's more than one. No, yes. there's just one cry. Okay. I saw. You saw? You saw the horse? A horse. Oh, honey, there's many horses. Yes, many. <laughs> we'll show you all the horses. It will be fun. Yes. You can go talk to them. That won't seem so odd. <laughs> this is an excellent idea. We'll just, we'll just say like, oh no, she's just never seen a horse before. And then you can whisper <laughs> in their ear, are you Maxine? <laughs> I've never heard a better plan in my life. <laughs> Mina, you are a woman of insurmountable intelligence. Good work. Don't ask me before my breakfast wine. The breakfast wine that does it. <laughs> it's like coffee. Okay. Well, shall we go attempt and find this horse? Yep. The one and only Maxine. I hope she's the one and only. Yeah. <laughs> How many talking horses <laughs> could there be named Maxine? <laughs> I guess there's one way to find out. 
Um, yeah, so it's it's early in the morning. It doesn't take you long to have your breakfast wine. And I'm assuming uh, Varys is supplying the party uh, daily with his good berries, because otherwise you guys haven't really eaten in a while. Well, so he <laughs> says you guys. <laughs> I packed. <laughs> I packed plenty of snacks. Um, yeah, you need I, food I, other than wine? Varys will, like, every morning, I guess it's only been a couple mornings, but yeah, he'll kind of... Uh, supply a, well, it's, a it's, pile it's of a, whatever he has in his snack pouch sure. for food. I, um, there'll be good berries in there, but also like chestnuts and whatever crumbs of garbage he might have found or leftovers old, of whatever. An old crayfish claw from like a week ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so there's... there's Trollskull Alley is not in and of itself just, it's not isolated, right? I mean, if you really felt like it, you could walk down to your local baker or, or like a, a street vendor that has fruits and vegetables or something like that, and you can purchase these things. And and what I what I find is that players and adventurers alike uh, sometimes don't know the value of a gold coin. Uh, a, a gold coin will get you like 25 loaves of bread. So like, take it, take that into account that it's it's like, even probably even more so. It's like two copper for like a loaf of bread, and like uh, five copper for like an orange or something. It's not like hyper expensive to go get actual food. I'm just making. I want to ask now. You guys have been in the area for a while. Do you think that like after your breakfast wine, you guys before you head out, you like you stop at a street vendor, you grab a you grab a couple things to eat, and you continue going. Yeah, yeah I mean, street meat. if that's something you guys want to do, yeah, a gold coin is a day's worth of meals. That's three meals. It's a day's worth of meals for a gold coin. So you're more than capable of being able to spend for that if you'd like to now. Um, oh, and essentially, yes. we can just start saying that that's happening uh, until you guys are like, st the inn is stocked and maybe you have a cook that like makes stuff for you on there like as you pay them and whatever. Um but I think that helps because it, it allows uh, Varys to keep that spell slot rather than uh, spending it on good berries per day. And you may want that at some point in time if he has to, I don't know, bring you back from the dead. Uh, so <laughs> so maybe That's we can be a little bit more conservative before. about that. <laughs> um, so so as, that, as that is, every time we go through a day here uh, in, um, in Waterdeep, uh, just mark off a single gold coin, okay? Uh, and if you need help from your your fellow your fellows and you're running out of money or stuff, obviously ask about it and maybe the have a, a pool of money at some point. It's like, okay, here's 20 gold pieces. This is us for the next 20 days until the inn is paid for and we have food coming from it, right? Um, so I think that that would be an easier way to to handle those things without having to go into every interaction uh, with a street vendor every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, if, if that's something that you guys would like to do. <laughs> Bummer! We can build some street cred with the street vendor. Oh, I mean, we I can also take that into account. I only have so many. Uh, so... <laughs> so um, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're more than welcome to go. And if you want to do it something more personal, then yeah, go out and go say you're finding someone. That's up to you. Uh, but I think that's an easier way for us to take care of food for now. Agreed. Yeah, I think Malia would go to the baker every morning and uh, return to the inn with a fresh loaf of bread or two for us mm. to have with our breakfast wine. Sure. Bake, bread baker is and a, wine. Absolutely. Yeah, you have bread and wine. On this, wine. It's on this blessed day. day. On this blessed day. On this blessed day. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Yeah, so you, you go down you go down to the baker. Um his name is Elias. He's a large man, bald, big mustache, really big dude, very prodigious stomach, um always rosy cheeked, and he seems to always be sampling his wares. Uh but I think now he's a little bit used to you coming in every morning, knows that you guys live down the street over at Troll Skull. Um and uh he he gives you like the, the loaf of bread that you ask for each day. Um and if you'd like to chat with him, you're more than welcome to. Uh, he's just, he's the baker. Chat with the baker. <laughs> I think this particular morning, before all of the stuff we had said, probably, um, Malia would have got a sweet pastry, something kind of maybe fruity or tarty. And mm-hmm. I think Malia would have given that to Mina um, to, to just enjoy. Just something a little sure. special today. Um, blackberry tarts is what he has right now. Uh, they are well iced and they have like that, that center line of just blackberry jam across the top. Excellently made. Very flaky. That sounds so good right now, dude. Give me a real one. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound really good. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but Elias, he provides you with that and your, and your bread. Thank you. Thanks, Elias. (laughs) <laughs> oh, of course, of course, and you're welcome anytime. Fare thee well. <laughs> and then I go eat bread, my friends. <laughs> what's your What's your passive perception? A uh, million? No. It's <laughs> you say wait? It's fourteen. Fourteen passive perception. Oh, plenty. You totally notice him stuff one of these blackberry uh, like tarts into his mouth as he like hands you one. He's trying to do it sneakily, like when he reaches in for one, he grabs a second one and eats it and hands you the other one. She's like, wink, <laughs> <laughs> and you see him like, <laughs> and like finish the blackberry jam. <laughs> You see oh, another per- good. <laughs> Perhaps I will order another one. You do make it look quite tasty. And he like, you see his rosy cheeks light up. He's like, of course, of course. And he like reaches down and he grabs another. And he's like, well, it's buy two, get one free. So here's a third. Oh, ah. wonderful. We Thank love you. you. <laughs> now all I can imagine is one person is not going to have a tart when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, um, now it's fine. I'm not rats. <laughs> um, she says, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Ta-ta. And then... He, he gives a slight nod, yeah. Yeah, and then when Molly gets back, she'll hand them out. She's not going to eat one. She'll give one to everybody else. Aw. Aw, so sweet. Barris is going to give Molly a little hug. When she gives him his. Aww. So cute. Hey, pat, pat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, oh, cry. You've, you've got Does something Cry eat right it the here. same way she eats the rats? She eats everything the same way, no matter Wait, what it is. Does she have the pastry in one hand and the rat in the other one? I don't know. <laughs> I think that she ate the rat first. And now her hands are just covered in... Would it even bleed anymore? Because it's been, like, it's been they, dead. I mean, yeah, like, but it's, like, stiff stiff blood is the best way I can say it. It's more congealed. of a syrupy consistency. Exactly. It's a Ooh. bit congealed. So um, it's jam-like. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, Yum. it's, yeah, essentially, it's blood jam now. 
Uh, so it has a different. It's a different type of delicacy for ooh, cry. Ooh. Uh, aged like fine wine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like kombucha. It only gets better the more you let it sit out in the sun. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Nope. Oh. Nope. 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 <laughs> yeah, so you share your breakfast slash breakfast wines with each other, um, and the day is yours. What would you like to accomplish? Well, it's time to go find a horse. Time to go find the horse. Gotta go see sure. a man. Time to horse. yeah, time to yeah. see a horse about a horse. <laughs> so you remember um, that when the horse was mentioned, uh, Mert did say that more than likely Maxine would be uh, one of the Dre's or one of the mares pulling a dray around the uh, the market. Yep. I think our our plan is to hit up the market, kind of survey around, and then you know, maybe if we succeed we'll head down south to the docks. Sure. Uh, so you head to the, uh, the market. You step out uh, into the day <laughs> here in Waterdeep. Um... Yeah, so you walk down to the market, and, and again, you guys, I unless otherwise specified, uh, are pretty pretty good about uh, waking up early and uh, proceeding with the day early-ish. Um, so that being said, the market is essentially just opening up. People are just unshuttering, just pulling back their uh, the drapes and setting their wares for the day. Again, you see various different trinket shops, a, a water deep um, souvenir shop, uh, fruit vendors, vegetable vendors, people selling meats, full like chickens, hogs. Uh, some people are selling horses or cattle here in the market. The market's a large place. Um, but what you do see are these, the, the Dre's. Um, and I, I think I, I did show a picture of Dre's last time, but again, I'll, I'll pull that up you again didn't. today. No, I, you just described them to us. You said double decker bus and you left it to Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't have a, I don't have a picture of a Dre. That's my bad. Rude. Why? Uh, what, 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 what is wrong? What? You're the worst. I lied. I First lied. I have hat. one. First, we all decided to wear show. hats and you'll wear. I lied. I have one. Oh, okay. That's so this. Cool. This here, that's a Dre. You see that? I know it's hard for you guys to see it on on stream. I can't necessarily, I can't really make it much bigger, so I apologize for that. Um, but this is what is known getting around. So uh, that like double decker carriage looking thing on the left there, that is a Dre. So you will see these meandering their ways down the larger. Um, the larger streets of Waterdeep. And so there's a large street that encircles the marketplace as well as goes off. Uh, and that would bring people here to go shop at the market. Um, so you're looking for one of these drays and a talking horse named Maxine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, I guess we're kind of just like looking at all of them to see which ones are brown horses because we were told it was a brown oh, horse. Oh yeah, that's right. Brown <laughs> horse. If you look at the picture, all of the horses I are know. brown. Horses are brown. <laughs> so, so as as read previously, one of the drays working in the city is pulled by a talking mare named Maxine. I'll locate her, find out if she's learned the identity of any Zent operatives, and if so, determine their whereabouts. Thank you for uh, rehashing what we were supposed to learn. 
It's okay. It's okay. Note to note taking is important. <laughs> you know I'm stupid and I can't write. Hey, you no, know I can't. This doesn't help sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I've, I've, hey, I take notes much the same way. I, it's fine. Uh, luckily, I have it all right here. Um, so yeah. Well, thank God. You're looking for a talking mare named Maxine. All right, cry. <laughs> any of these big, any of these big carriages that has a horse in front, Driscoll, slowly approach <laughs> the horses from the front, not from the back. They'll kick you. <laughs> the the side fine. is fine too. Yes, where they can see you. Yes. Okay. Go. Just gonna <laughs> go. <laughs> this little rat of a woman goes. <laughs> Scurrying into the street. <laughs> um, okay, she's just gonna... <laughs> just approach- you approach the first Dre you see? Yep. <laughs> well, this Dre is moving, uh, you stop in the middle of the street, and this Dre is coming directly at you, and you see four large horses attached to the front, and you're just stuck, awestruck. What do you do, Cry? If it's moving, I'm gonna get out of the way. <laughs> okay, you step out of the way, and like you see it moving, and you awkwardly follow it for a while. Um, you move just as quickly as it does. Eventually, it does stop at what looks to be what we would call a bus stop for the marketplace, and there it stops, lets off its passengers. Some new people get on, uh, and you have four horses there. <laughs> She's gonna go up to the first one, give uh -huh. it a little bit of a pet. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the horse leans into it, right? Yeah. Are you, are you petting up like at the, the head and the neck area? It leans into it and you hear, you get a nice little like wrap on the ground and a. Oh, these are nice, fun, cool, big creatures and cries excited about it. Um, mm -hmm. And then she remembers her mission. She's like, so she whispers in his ear, Maxine. You don't really get an answer from the horse except for a bit of a, a nibble at your hand. It seems to be trying to find some kind of food. Oh. Uh, I pull out my last rat snack. No. <laughs> oh now, 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 this is a question for Bravo. You know better than I do. Would a draft horse eat a rat? Okay, no. I just want to know. It wouldn't so want you it hold, next to it either. You hold out the rat, and it, and it like on the ground, and you hear from up where the driver says, Hey! Hey, you girl! What are you trying to do to my horse? Get out of the way! I'll have you with this whip! No! Uh, she's gonna <laughs> scoot over to the next horse. On the same dray? <laughs> yeah. There's four. You've got the attention of the, uh, uh, of the driver now. Are you trying to do this, like, sneakily, or are you just, like... Just walk over to the no, next I'm just horse. Walk over to the next horse. Are you still? Is Cry still holding the rat out? No, she put the rat away. Yeah. He like looks at you and is, "What are you doing, my animals?" And you start petting the horse. Yep. Okay. 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 Roll oh, no. me a persuasion check. Let's see if you can persuade this driver that you're not oh, wait, not crazy. Real <laughs> that you're not, not actually insane. I'm just a little old lady. I just want to touch your horse. <laughs> not not little or old. Okay, so... <laughs> a 13. A 13. Uh, I, yeah, I think this is enough. I think the DC would have been like a 12 here. You're... 
He thinks you're weird, but Waterdeep's a large city full of weird people, and he's got a job to do. I don't think he cares too much about what you're doing here. So yeah, you move over to the horse, and he sees you, and he kind of shakes his head. And he looks back over, and he's checking to see if the passengers are paying to get on, and things like that. Maxine! <laughs> Nothing again. Uh, this one is like, kind of just like, you, you get that like horse shiver, you know, where like their whole hide just kind of gives that little and you get that out of him. Hmm. She gives him a little... A little forehead rub anyways and runs over to the next horse. Yep. Leans in. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Maxine. <laughs> this one like kinda like wiggles an ear at you and then like seems to look you dead in the eyes. Bitch! <laughs> I hope this was actually Maxine. And that's just like a weird horse. Shit. No, my name is Joseph. <gasps> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Oh, she doesn't know what to do now. <laughs> Maybe what was I supposed to talk to Joseph? Or was I uh Okay bye! <laughs> She's gonna go to a, the one behind that one, the last fourth one. As you like move away from him, you, like you get a little head toss, right? The nice horse head toss, and he goes, Ooh. You're looking for Maxine. I know where to find her. Oh, oh. Yes, she runs back over. She nods her head. Yes, 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 yes. And he, like, tosses his head back. And the dray behind us. She leads that one. Pat, Pat, run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so we, like, linger on the horses. We, like, we watch as Cry just, like, sprints off in this direction. And we linger on the horse and just kind of puts this down. And... The horse turns its head over to the one next to him and goes, Humans. <laughs> we kind of, we pan away from that and we, we go find Cry, who is trotting down the street, hopefully towards Maxine. Uh, can you make me an investigation check, please? Let's see if you find yourself a Maxine. 21! Woo! Just as Joseph, the other talking horse, said, Maxine the mare seems to be leading the next Dre that is coming up towards the Dre stop at the market. <laughs> She's just waving at the horse. <laughs> She's gonna wave <laughs> and go up to Maxine. Yeah, sure. Uh, um, you you approach the lead horse. Are my friends with, are they, have they been watching me this whole time? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> From friends. a distance. I'm about to ask that too. Friends, like, where are, where are you? Yeah, where are you? <laughs> Molly is leaned up against a building. She's just watching. Just like <laughs> It's been very entertaining, honestly. <laughs> sure, sure. She's gonna point. Do we okay, so did we, we, we see it? <laughs> all right, I, I assume she knows where you are and yeah. you guys oh, are yeah, looking I was at her. Flagging, yeah, flagging you guys down like I found her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, it's earlier in the morning. The, the place isn't super packed yet, but the market is picking up. But you can still see Cry. She stands out like a very sore thumb. So you see her and she's pointing at a horse. Molly is going to say, Mina, uh, perhaps you can assist Cry. Um, we should not be so conspicuous to crowd a horse. <laughs> uh, yes, I think that is probably the best course of action, and Mina will go over. And <clears throat> while while Mina leaves, uh, Molly is just going to kind of like watch around and see if anyone's watching us while this happens. Can you make me a, per a perception check, please? Uh, perhaps. Boo! 
14. Uh, you notice again that the market is beginning to pick up. More and more drays are, are starting to move people around the city, uh, as well as the smaller carriages that like carry two or three people, uh, seemingly important noble types or wealthy people uh, moving in and out of the, or moving through the city. Excuse me. Um, you let's I think. Let's see. Let's see if you see this. D20 setting the DC. 18. Okay, so you missed this one. Um, the, the the luck of the roll. Uh, it doesn't look like anyone's paying too much attention. You do notice that the driver of the Dre that apparently Maxine is at uh, is, a, is a female um, human and is looking kind of askance over at Cry. Um, hasn't said anything just yet, but it it looks like she's definitely interested in why this person is next to one of her horses. Okay. I'm just petting it. <laughs> I'm not talking about no spy operatives, no sir. I'm just petting your horse. <laughs> I ain't talking about no spy operatives. And Mo I think Molly yeah, is ahead, Molly. going to um, elbow Varys and be like, quick, distract the driver. driver. Oh no. <laughs> can only go one way. Yeah, Varys, what would you like to do? Hey, Varys is just going to give a thumbs up and go out in the middle of the street and go, Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, a, I'm like, you're like in front of the horses? Where they've like, like kind of pulled up to, to stop? Like kind of off to the side, like I uh, I guess in my head, Cry, sure, and, Cry and Maxine are on one side. <laughs> Varys goes to the other side of the, of the drag. Sure. And but yeah, still kind of in the middle of the street and just puts his arms up and yells, hey. <laughs> yeah, immediately, Molly, you definitely notice this as you're watching that the, the driver looks down and, and as the reins and goes, what you want? <laughs> he didn't think this far ahead. He just kind of looks back towards Molly <laughs> like, what, what now? <laughs> Molly the horses can continue to move. Oh, they're just pulling. moving. They're oh, pulling God. up to the they're pulling up to the Dre stop at oh. the market. Oh, okay. Malia pretends she doesn't know Varys, and she's just kind of like <laughs> purposely not looking at him, looking around, just keeping an eye out. Oh my God! Has uh, has Cry just been like walking and petting this horse? Like, or has she been like, <laughs> what has she been doing with these horses? She's been keeping up. She's been keeping up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this at this point in time you make your you're there over by cry. Yeah, um, and they're still they're still walking. Yeah, I mean they're they're slowing. She's definitely slowing them. They're pulling up to the the stop where the one was before. You see now we get the shot of like the other Dre having pulled off. It's maybe about thirty to forty feet down the road now, uh, and the horses stop and cry. You stop with the horses there, and Varys is off to the other side. And let's say you guys are on the market side, and Varys is off on the street side. Hello, I'm Maxine. I'm gonna look like I'm talking to Cry, like stand next to the horse, but kind of like don't look like I'm making direct conversation with the horse. <laughs> look like I'm talking to Cry, and yeah. just be like, "Ah, oh, um, are you Maxine?" Uh, so the draft horse uh, is a large brown uh, mare. Uh, has a, a white strip down the center and a long mane uh, that <laughs> is braided up and pulled backwards. Um, and the horse looks at you with interestingly intelligent eyes and says, Yes, my Maxine. 
Hello, Maxine. We have uh, we have been sent here by uh, Mel. He has sent us to have a conversation with you. Is it normal for us to have a conversation Mert. with you? I know, Mert. <laughs> Are you saying you're a harper? Oh my god. Uh, potentially. We are we are new to the city, and Mert has. Oh, new recruits! And she like yes. tosses her head a little bit. Um, <laughs> roll me a persuasion more. check, please. Her. She's Did, so cute. I'm giving her pins, pats. Right? Good pats. Oh, what was that, Stella? Didn't we get pins? Uh huh. You do have Harper pins. Okay. Yep. Uh, you said persuasion. Yes, please. Oh, uh, I've a got thirteen. On, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, a thirteen is is just enough to convince Maxine, the draft horse, that you are indeed at least Harper initiates. Um, and she goes, "Oh, <laughs> yes. What is it?" Uh, well, Matt asked us to see if you have any information about any. Sorry, did you say Zentin operatives? Yeah, so Zent <laughs> Zentarum. So Zentarum. You know, right. So the Zentarum are the Z Guild, and then the Xanathar guild is the x guild okay good because i wrote okay. a z and then i was like maybe it was the x <laughs> <laughs> so z guild not x guild yeah yes to hmm i re i recall giving a ride to hmm, a sun elf and a half-orc bodyguard two days ago hmm Picked them up at an intersection. I don't recall which one. We, but we dropped them off at the <laughs> yawning portal. Oh, God. They talked about hiring spies to root out the Xanathar Guild hideouts in the city. I love Maxine. Hire spies. I'm writing this all down. <laughs> Cries just petting away. Pet, 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 pet. She like draft horses are huge, and she is leaning into it. So Gosh it's like darn it. This it is, is so just cute. like uh, <laughs> like it's getting to be a Getting lot of horse. Good, yeah, good scratchy part. Yeah, and and like similarly to dogs, that like the back hoof is just like on the cobbles. <laughs> I don't think horses do that, but I like it. Nope, it's happening. <laughs> this one does. This one does. I mean, horses also don't talk, so... <laughs> Magic. Magic. We love D&D. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to ask, Maxine? Uh, Maxine, do you remember what this sun elf looked like? Was it blonde hair rather handsome for a sun elf? Yes! Mm -hmm. If I didn't like horses as much as I do, I'd say I'd like this elf! And she also describes what Yagra would look like, assuming that that would be who the yeah, she, is. Yeah, she does. She describes someone uh, very similar to what Yagra would look like. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. <clears throat> and they were looking for spies to root out the Xanathar Guild. Mm hmm. Did they say any more details about about how the spies were going to go look for that or? She, like, tosses her head a little bit. No. Fair enough. Um, very well. Uh, Maxine, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. She gives, like, a little forefront paw, and she nods, and she goes, Give Mert my regards. Oh, we shall. Is there anything we can do for you? Do you have sugar? 
Do we have sugar? I don't. Do I have sugar? I don't know. Does cry I carry have an sugar? Herbalism kit. You have sugar. <laughs> yes, she digs into whatever pouch she got. She's gonna give sure. Her you got every... a couple cubes. Give it. <laughs> Maxine uh, is one happy horse and uh, eats the sugar and and uh, gives you a, a horse wink. You're not sure if it was blinking or a wink, but uh, Maxine's a talking horse, so it could go either way at this point. And uh, at that point, the Dre pulls away uh, with its new load of passengers, and Maxine and her Dre make their way down uh, the road. Hmm. Well, that was interesting information to acquire. <clears throat> I love Maxine. <laughs> His <laughs> cry like crying. <laughs> like tears of happiness. Cry is so happy. I will say for the context of everything, it's been like since she got to Waterdeep, she's wanted to meet every horse she can because she thinks they're so cool looking. So she got to actually like meet meet two she horses. Met a horse. yeah. See, yeah, there she is met more a horse. than one horse. <laughs> All right, let's go find. Uh, she looks over at Varys. Who's is he still in the middle of the road? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Varys, this entire time, what have you been doing to distract the driver? I've just been, like, trying to wave and flag her to any attention that I can. She's I watching you, but she's like, what do you... Elf boy, what do you need? What What is wrong with you? What's going on? <laughs> like, dude, he doesn't really say anything. He's kind of looking at his friends and, like, looking back at Malia, like, Help. I, I need more direction than this. Malia, do you help him at all? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I think, um, let's see, let's see how interested she is in this. A nine. She eventually just ignores you and is taking, is helping with the, the fares that are going on and off the, uh, the dray. So it worked in some I, regard. Yeah. But, like... I don't know that, uh, like they were ahead on the other side, so I guess Varys couldn't hear them talking to Maxine. Correct. So yeah. When, you're, when uh, the driver you're just, off. when the driver just turns away, he'll kind of put his arms back and walk back over to Malia and be like, "I don't think my distraction worked." Oh no, you did excellently. Do not discount yourself. Perhaps we should uh, practice a bit on <laughs> your ability to distract, but that would be a different time. All right, I think Mina is gonna bring Cry with her back to uh, back to Malia and Varys. Okay, yeah, you guys, you you meet up on a on a corner across the the street from the marketplace. Good. Well, that was actually more informative than I thought it would be. Oh, what did you discover? <clears throat> Perhaps we should not trust Devil Star Song. So my suspicions were correct? I think they could be. I think he might have other intentions for hiring us than what he let on. Um, what, what were they? What did you discover? Uh, Mina's going to kind of like look around and see if anybody's paying attention because she doesn't really want to spill beans. <laughs> perception check! Roll me a perception, please. <laughs> no beans to be spilled. No beans. <laughs> but no. he was perceive. so hot. He was please so hot. Please perceive. Ooh, that was pretty good. 
18. You do notice something. <gasps> Bitch! Oh. Oh my god. So, uh, let me drag you guys over to the map real quick. We'll give you a little bit of a look at where you are and where oh, I'm thinking Lord. you are in relation oh, to things. Oh no, I'm scared. Is it um, that? <laughs> no, this is... Is it do it? Is, is it do it? <laughs> do it? Don't hurt uh, me, I'm scared. So this is just the this is just the the map of Waterdeep. So we can just give a little relevance on on what's happening in the uh, the market area here. Um, so I think uh, where the the stop would be is right where Bazaar Street meets that large opening for the market. So you guys would have talked to Maxine there. Uh, I'm 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 thinking you guys are just on the opposite side of the market near where Bazaar Street uh, meets the um, I can't read that All Nether Street. So you're on that corner there. What you notice is that on the corner of Tharleon and the Bazaar Street, Mina, as you look around, is a halfling. Looks halflings. really similar. You know what? You're almost certain that that's one of the ones that was looking at your inn yesterday. Hmm. Uh, Mina's going to say, uh, perhaps we should talk about this somewhere else. And then she's also just gonna, like, subtly, like, motion over to the halfling over there. <laughs> Think, don't uh... Now. <laughs> yeah, don't look, but... <laughs> don't look, but... The entire party looks comically over at the halfling, uh... <laughs> totally making themselves known. The halfling's eyes go really wide, and he trots down the road. <laughs> <laughs> After him! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think, uh, it's safe to say that Malia, being a spy, would be able to pick up on that. And sure, she kind of, yeah. like, fixes her hat, and she, like, kind of, like, peeks a little bit while she's fixing her hat. Has yeah. a quick look. Mm-hmm. Confirming, uh, that is definitely one of the halflings. One of the ones that was just, like, that, the one that was leaned up against the, uh, the barrel yesterday when you had Kigs go take a look. Mm. Mm. Kigs. Mm. Kigs. <laughs> Wait, don't eat kigs. <laughs> Delicious kigs. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, what would you like to do about this halfling or nothing about this halfling? Yeah, did we chase him? I don't think he actually ran away. No. No, no, no. You didn't actually. I, I, I was making a, a funny. A He's still there. You were uh, Yeah, Mina, you've noticed, um, but like you kind of were just looking around and you've yeah. seen him, but you're pretty savvy. He doesn't notice that you've noticed, at least that you Perfect. can tell. Nice. Mm, perhaps uh, some privacy might be exactly what we need. Indeed. Where would you like to go? Like, do we want to go back home or do we want to start heading to the docks? I feel like the docks is not a safe place to talk about this either. <laughs> yeah, the docks, if, if be we're fun. having suspicions about the guy who sent us to the docks or sending yeah. us to the docks, maybe we shouldn't head right there. Then we can beat him up. Well, uh, let's see. You're in. Uh, you're near the market in the Castle Ward district. Uh, there's plenty of places that you could go. Zoblobs. Zoblobs no. is much further south. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh. Only because he's connected with the Xanathars. And oh, that's right. To, Mina is not down to go there to talk about this. Uh, yeah, so in the Castle Ward, there's a bunch of inns. Uh, there's some taverns. Uh, is there anything? And there's fest halls, but they wouldn't be open right now. 
Um, yeah. Perhaps maybe like um, a tavern they can go grab. Well, what time of day is it? They've already had breakfast. I feel like it's too far from lunch. There's the crow's nest, the dragon's head, the elf stone, the flagon dragon, the mighty manticore, the quaffing quaggeth, sailor's own, and the sleepy sylph. Sleepy What's a sylph? Quaffing quaggeth. What the heck is that? I think that? a sylph is like kind of like a fae or something. A sister I'd like to fuck? Sure, yeah. That, yes. <laughs> Yes. Is that what a sylph I'm re is? I'm respelling this. There's no more PH and only F. Only F. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I mean, what? yeah, so each of these are, are modest. Uh, you'll pay n like three copper to about four uh, silver or anything in the in the place. They're not, you know, overly expensive. Um, any of those uh, wet your whistle? <laughs> I, I can only think of the flag and dragon and the <laughs> Let's check Let's out the sleepy it. sylph. Let's go to yeah. the sleepy sylph. Sleepy Woo! sylph. Right, hang on. Sylph. Sylph. The sleepy. <laughs> I I think I'm saying that right. It's it's S L Y P H sylph sylph. Uh, the sure, sleepy there. sylph is uh at the very south end of the castle ward, so it would be nowhere near you right now. Oh. Yeah. Well, sorry. Kinda, Here, hang on. Which ones are kind of nearby? <laughs> Yeah, hang on. Let me look up Quagoth real quick because that one makes me laugh too. The Quaffing Quagoth. Gosh, all of these are way south. Um, uh, let's say Dragon's Head. Flag and Dragon. Flag and Dragon. Ah, the Dragon's Head is rather. It's not close, close, but it's at least still in the Castle Ward and not super down in the docks. Perfect. Uh, you could make your way over there, a quick walk away, and you go to uh, the Dragon's Head. Um, the Dragon's Head is a comfortable and kind of unimpressive local alehouse, but it's a favorite of the average Waterdavian local, so it's well, even at this point in the day, uh, those that had worked overnight or whatever are definitely grabbing a drink here. Um, and it's well-loved for its cheap ale and heavily spiced coast chowder. Oh, chowder. Mm. Sure, let's go there. That sounds good. If there's booths. <laughs> like, uh, there's booths. Sure. Yeah, there's there's like quiet booths little booths. Space. Yeah, Get we're going to go sure. to one of those. Get comfy. Get comfy and cozy. Yep, so the, it's all, it's pretty far south, Um, but it's near Garion's Tower, Uh, and I will all mark this for you real quick. Uh, let's go to this one here. There's so many yellow here. circles on this. <laughs> yep, you're welcome. Uh, So that's <laughs> where you. it is. Um, and I'll get a little text here for you so you can read it. I can start removing them, but meh. Is the peak top airy where they have the griffins? Yes. Ooh. Oh. He wanted a feather. The man. The man, the myth of He wanted a feather. Hey, Fancy feather. Oh, it's not flag and dragon. It's dragon's head. Sorry. <laughs> Screw the guilds. Let's go get that man a feather. <laughs> um, as we're walking, Malia will say, um, perhaps uh, when we exit or the next time we see the halflings, if they continue to trail us, uh, we could... <laughs> what? What? Oh. oh my god. Does he really say that? <laughs> okay. Um, he said it Molly, in his mind. 
Malia will say, um, perhaps we can devise an ambush, uh, split the party and uh, find an alleyway, confront them. My only concern is with, with those halflings, that if they are going to potentially apply to our place of work, would it not be good to know that they are potentially spies without them knowing that we know that they are spies? Maybe. If they even are spies, but you just... Talk. We know that they know that we know. <laughs> oh, oh, Mina, have you ever considered changing your line of work? I has no line of work. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> just depends. thought. Um, yes, perhaps you are right. Let us head in and have uh, have a moment to ourselves. Yeah. So you you walk in uh, to the uh, the the dragon's head. Um, yeah. And again, it's comfortable. It has some booths on the side, some tables. Uh, you see some locals there sharing a a, a morning ale and some chowder. Uh, and you you see uh, a human male uh, behind the uh, the bar. Uh, making some small talk and, and serving some chowder to those sitting at the bar. Perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna go have a seat in the booth. Let's go. <laughs> to yep. the booth. You guys find yourselves a booth. Uh, you're approached uh, eventually by a um, an older woman. Um, looks like she could either be, you know. Uh, Probably the wife of the the proprietor here, the the um, the owner, and um, she has gray hair pulled back in a in a, in a tight bun, uh, wearing a, an apron and very modestly dressed. And she approaches. And goes, uh, yes, what uh, what uh, may I do for you today? What uh, can I get you? Oh. The chowder's mighty fine today, even yeah. in this early morning, and gets the chill off your bones. That sounds wonderful. I will take a bowl of the chowder and uh, perhaps mm -hmm. some ales, please. Okay, uh, that'll be about. Uh, that's six copper pieces. All right. And she puts down uh, the silver. Oh, oh my. Um, I, For anyone else, then? Soup. Yeah, Varys will, like, put a hand out from under the table and... Oh, chowder, I'm, I'm sorry. I I didn't see you there. Um, Chowder, okay, of course. Uh, well, this covers the cost of all of that, uh, unless anyone else wants anything. Do you have any wine? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're mostly in an alehouse, but uh, I might have a bottle of something in the back. Mm, just a glass, please. Uh, of course, I'll, I'll see what I have. And she bustles off uh, and goes and gets your food and, uh, and drinks. Perfect. Soup. Um, all right, Soup. Mina's going to keep an eye out for like her back to stop conversation, but... <laughs> She's going to start talking about uh, what she heard from Maxine. Sure, go for it. So um, Maxine let us know that she dropped off a one sun elf and one half orc, both fitting the descriptions of Dabble and Yagra um, at the Yarning Portal. And she overheard them saying they were going to hire some spies to um, weed root, sorry, root out the Xanathar guilds which leads me to believe that they are part of the Zentarum Guild. Mm. Especially as we asked her about Zentarum Guild stuff. <laughs> and yes. this is the information she told us. 
Hmm. Interesting. Now... Ah, dang it. Okay. Uh, so there was something that Mike heard that he doesn't know if Varys heard uh, Davil say about flying, about winged snakes. So mm -hmm. I don't know how, like, if he would have heard that or how to play this to know if he heard it. I w you were under the table, correct? Uh, I think we were heading to talk to him when I heard it, but I don't know. Yeah, he might ah. have under the table. I'm was sure interacting that. with Mina, I think, and he had mentioned that he was going to send a snake. Yes. Yeah, he so, said about I, Mina, would you have shared this information at any point in time of this conversation with Varys, or? I don't know. I don't think she really would have thought anything of it because Varys got like a flying as a message once, so a flying snake <laughs> probably wouldn't have really like she, he got like a paper bird. I don't know if she would have really said anything about it. I, I guess, but would Mina have? connected it to the other flying snakes you've seen in your adventure so far. Oh, maybe, I guess. Yeah, because there were some... There, there was, was the, the tattoos, the door, the, the people the that you found, the bodies, the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, she probably would have then if she had thought about it. Okay, so Varys, you do know. Okay, so yeah, then... Because yeah, that's like the, the symbol for the Zentarum. I, Correct. I yeah. heard, but I didn't know if Varys heard it, so I didn't know if I should go ahead and play it that way. But yeah, okay. it's like there's definitely evidence to suggest that yes, he's part of them. There's <laughs> lots of evidence now. <laughs> I see. Oh, I have an idea. What do you think about us telling Mert about Davil, and perhaps we can pursue to find more information about the Xanathar and Zentirum guilds as we uh, integrate ourselves into Davil's ranks on behalf of the Harpers. Oh. Do, do you think the Harpers are going to trust us enough off the bat to be there um, to double-cross the Xanathars? Or is this in Tyrion? Sorry. God. Um, it, if we present <laughs> total transparency uh, to Mert, then I do not see why not. Well, if he thinks that that might work, we could definitely attempt that. Either way, I want to know what's going on with these half-elves at the dock, so yes. if we can both solve that and put in a, ourselves in a good position with Mert, I don't see a problem with it as long as we don't get caught. <laughs> Double agents! Double agents! <laughs> oh, I'm so happy! If we are to do that, do you think we should tell Mert about um, our work with False Cry? Hmm. Well... They are in good standing? Yeah, the Harpers and the Force Grey would work together in some capacity. Uh, the Harpers tend to be, from what you guys would know, a good-aligned spy organization, information organization. Okay. Um, the Force Grey is like the... They're the arm of the brain. They take the yeah. information that the Harpers have and then work to protect Waterdeep. So it could be that they don't mind us working for both sides, for them. Mm -hmm. Because they appear to be hoots anyways well and Molly looks at, around at the, the table addressing Cry and Varys and she says um, well do we have a preference do we prefer the, the Force Grey or the Harpers 
No. Karis, Karis was kind of ooked out at the uh, at the was it Blackstaff Tower. Mm -hmm. So he yeah. he found all that kind of scary. So he's he's leaning a little more towards the harbors. Wizard towers, man. They're scary. <laughs> freaky, freaky. Yeah, Mina probably doesn't really care either way as long as he gets paid. <laughs> and well, that. I don't know about you, but I do have some faith in Rainier, and uh, we did get referred to Mert by Rainier. This is true. And I also, I feel like uh, Lady Blacks, the Blackstaff had told us that she had heard our name from Rainier as well. Was that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I don't mm. think he would have steered us in the wrong way. Although yes. Davil did not say anything about Rainier, so um, I assume... Yeah, so both of them uh, had heard from Renair and Never Ember at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Davil had not said anything about Renair. No. Mina, hmm. how do you know Yagra? Ah, um, when I first came to the city, Yagra and I had were a very one-sided arm wrestling match. And from then on, we just became close. She's the only person I knew before you guys. Mm -hmm. But I don't have very strong ties with her if she's into some sort of trouble that I'm not comfortable being in. Yes, it If it that is... is what you're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, it is quite handy to have associates of many kinds. I understand. Um, well... I do believe that compensation would likely be more handsome in the work of the Harpers. Mm. Can't necessarily run a an inn off the the res the respect that we might get from the Blockstaff. Oh yes, I agree. Um, if this is how we wish to proceed, I suggest we not take any low from um, the suggested sauce from Davil Song as uh, if we do get tied up, we don't want them coming after us for that as well. Indeed. Well, now remains the question, should we seek out Mert first or investigate the docks ourselves? Hmm. I think if we do intend to be double agents, we should go talk to Mount first. Yes, that will carry some trust in divulging the information. Agreed. Okay. Do we know where Mert, where, did Mert say where he was staying? Hey. He lives at the opera house. <laughs> <laughs> the opera. I think um, Amalia asked him where yeah, uh, he he told you if you ever need to speak with him directly, you're welcome to visit his manor in the Sea Ward. Oh, Mert is in the Sea Ward. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> At good, his good. manor, even. <laughs> At the manor, At even. Manor. Yeah, so let's find out specifically where Mert's is. Um, Mert. Mert. Mert's mansion. Oh. That. All right, Mert, you got a freaking baller-ass house. Holy nice. F. Where's the what house? The Where's the heck? house? 
Where's the circle? Where's the circle? I'm moving. I'm moving it. I'm moving <laughs> it. I'm moving it. Uh, so Mert, uh, you will find him right here down in the sea ward, right near the mist shore in the naval harbor. Harbor. Uh, chat, I will move this for you in just a moment, please. Uh, I will. Let me just get this down here. So. Damn. Yeah, Mert's Mert's got a house. It won't let me let, write for some reason. I'm so upset. Roll twenty. Come on. Come on. <laughs> the one on Coin Alley. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, Mert, I see you. Oof. Sugar Daddy incoming. Yes. Mert. <laughs> Mertz he will mansion. fund our tavern. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, chat here, I'll move it over here for you, and you can take a look at where Mertz mansion is. Uh, right here. Uh, and I'll zoom out just a bit so you can see a little bit more of the area. So, just south of Mount Waterdeep, on the opposite side of those crags there, you will find Mertz mansion uh, off the edge of Coin Alley and right near the harbor. I bet he's got a killer view. Um, yeah, so you guys are more than welcome to head towards Mertz if you'd like. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. Was, Would you like was to... the chowder delicious? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at some point in time, she came by and gave you your, your chowders and uh, your drinks. Uh, you did get a small glass of red. It's definitely not the best that you've had before, Malia, but I mean, it's serviceable for, you know, being in an alehouse. It's, mm -hmm. you know, in the middle of the morning. Um... The chowder is, as it, as advertised, well-spiced. Um, but the clams are definitely fresh and probably pulled right out of the harbor. Um, but it does warm your bellies and fill you. And uh, when paid, I think you had the silver paid. It'd be like five or six more copper for the total with the, the wine included. So, Molly, if you just want to do the six copper and then you're good to go. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Yes. It's Dragon's Head Tavern and you can head on your way. Uh, so there's two ways, there's two ways to get to Mert's Mansion. You can go around Castle Waterdeep uh, through Hillock Court and down the uh, the meandering roads um, south of Mount Waterdeep, or you could climb Mount Waterdeep. I do not want to go see that monk again. We did it. We did it once before. We can do it again. It did oh. only take us a few hours to get to his cave. Yeah, it took a couple hours to get up and it took a couple hours to go down. Um... If you walked the roads or caught one of the drays, you'd probably be there in about 20 to 30 minutes. We don't have any in interesting stuff to give to the monk yet. Let's just go straight. <laughs> we'll go around. Yeah. So you oh. make your way around. Um, oh, yep. Sorry, Malia. Did we, I interrupt? We, we could visit the griffins. <laughs> oh, yes. The griffins. Yeah. Just go pluck a feather off of one. <laughs> oh, God, It'll work. No. Pretty sure that's legal. Damaging uh, Waterdeep government property. Let's see if any of them have like molted a feather. It's like picking up the illegal ground. if I get caught. Perhaps we can do that a different day or on the way back. All right. <laughs> or on the way back. All right. Um, cool. So you guys make your way around and you, uh, you go to. Um, Make your way through basically the north end of the dock ward. Um, and remembering that, oh yeah, there's a, a warehouse in the dock ward that um, Starsong told us about if we ever needed a money lender of some kind. Uh, Istrid Horn would help. But as make as you make your way through the there to the sea ward and over near the naval harbor, uh, you approach 
Mertz Mansion. Uh, Mertz Mansion is a, uh, it's large and sitting on the edge of the uh, of the mountain here. Definitely has a view down over the Naval Harbor where you can see all the towering sails in the ships of the Waterdeep Navy. Um, yeah, uh, you you make your way up to to his home. It is gated, uh, and there is a wall and a fence around uh, the entirety of the place um, where. Uh, Coin Alley has an entrance onto, and you see like where the cobbles extend over towards Mertz. Um, the gate right now is is shut. Uh, what would you like to do? You knock on the on the gate. So this the the gate is like it's a wrought iron gate, and it's like a hundred feet from the actual house. You knock on the gate. This is cry we're talking about. Let me in. Let yeah. me in. Um. As you go to, like, let yourself in, uh, the gate opens. Seems to be unlocked, just closed. Not much I mean, Ryan's like, what power do I have? And then she walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Molly will close the gate behind them. Yeah, okay. Uh, you see that there are uh, towering parapets uh, on four different sides of Mert's uh, house. It seems to be kind of hexagonal in shape, uh, but it is towering. Uh, and made of this gray stone, and you walk up, like, the 12 stairs to get to the front door of Mert's mansion. Uh, and on there, you see that uh, the door knockers are all the shapes, uh, the heads of wolves, silver wolves, holding, like, the knocker in their jaws. It's stark. Ooh. Malia, I am going to let you take the lead on this one. Oh, with pleasure. She's like, do I look okay? How's my hat? Fabulous as always, my dear. <laughs> Wonderful. Kong, kong, kong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You reach up and you slam the uh, the old wolf uh, door knockers. Roll me a D100, please. 100. This is with vigor. Yikes. With absolute vigor. Whoa. <laughs> Uh oh! <laughs> when, oh the no. DM, when the GM laughs like that, by some obscene miracle, the door opens and Mert is standing there. Malia blushes, just turns red. He goes, "What is it?" And you see, he's wearing like a purple silk robe, and he's got a pipe in his hand and a brandy glass in the other. It's too early in the morning for this. <laughs> we interrupted really dad hours. And, and, he, and he, looks, he looks at you and he goes, Oh, I saw you all at the, the opera last night. At least. Oh my are god, you, open, baby. Oh my are no, you looking? Open. I mean, if it's looking? open, I looked. <laughs> it seems loosely tied uh, around his prodigious girth. It's the second time I've said that today. Yep. <laughs> he is a round man. And chat, uh, for those of you guys that maybe don't remember what Mert <laughs> looks like here. I don't hear the word girth again. <laughs> I'm going to show you Mert. This is Mert ah! when he's fully clothed. This is fully clothed Mert. Um, he's wearing a silk purple robe, uh, loosely tied with a pipe and a brandy glass. And he is at the door. God, what a man. Molly looks starstruck. Does he have slippers he on? <laughs> Does he have slippers on? Yeah, no, no. He's got like, he's got like, uh, his leather, his, no, his leather house shoes. Like, uh, they're like, cause you know, you look in and obviously all of the floor is marble. 
and marble gets really cold in the early spring here. He's not going to walk barefoot on this. That'd be insane. He'd freeze his little toes off. Um, but yeah, he stands there. And he's like, well, don't just stand there. Come in, come in. And he turns around and uh, the door is open. Would you like to walk into Mert's mansion? Malia strides in with total purpose. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, you walk in and... It looks like Mert's mansion has probably seen better days. Uh, a lot of the furniture and looks like some statues and things are all covered in, in you know, sheets, white sheets or uh, you know, different types of cloths. And it seems that there's definitely some dust that has settled on some of these things. Uh, you find some cobwebs as you walk through. But you do walk through and we have... hand away. <laughs> there <laughs> is... There is, it is uh, a grand entryway into the center with dual staircases coming all the way down. The marble flooring uh, continues up the stairs with finely carved uh, railings. Uh, a glass, uh, a heavy glass or crystal chandelier hangs from the ceiling over uh, a large, again, uh, the table is covered with a, a sheet and it looks like it, it hasn't been uncovered in quite some time. And you see that there's possibly a rug that used to be under that table, but it's rolled up and placed in the corner. But he walks through, and he looks like he proceeds towards a study. Uh, the study looks okay. It has a couple of chairs, and behind a, a large mahogany desk is where Mert sits. Uh, and he looks like he lights his pipe up again and takes a long drag from it. Uh, you walk into the, um, to the, I guess, office, and you see a large stacks of books around and uh, a liquor table, which it, where it looks like he got his brandy from. There seems to be liquors of various types sitting there. A couple of oversized leather chairs sit in front of the uh, of the desk itself, and he himself is sitting in one of those oversized leather chairs behind the desk. And he sits and he gestures. And, oh, don't really have enough chairs for all of you, but um, I assume this this will be quick. Well, what can I do for you? Um. Would I be able to tell what kind of wood the te the desk is made out of? Um, roll me a nature check. Okay. Nature starts with an N. <laughs> oh. A four. Uh, it's wood, maybe. It's dark wood. Uh, you think? Okay. I could. Uh, you know, you you're remembering you're like. There's a reason you went to spy business. <laughs> Tree, trees aren't really your thing. Is there any oak, mahogany, paintings? birch? Eh. Is there any paintings? Yes, there seems to be a painting of Mert, but much younger. Uh, and it seems it's off to the like his right, your left. Yeah. A large portrait piece of Mert in his adventuring days, wearing a a. a engraved half plate armor his uh long brown hair in curls tied back behind his head a uh, a large scimitar at his belt um and he has a helm under one arm and he's looking off uh, heroically into the distance with one leg propped up over what looks to be a bugbear damn mm. yes was he hot mert uh, Mert didn't used to be an old wolf. He was a, a young wolf, and uh, it was a looker. He was absolutely a looker in his time. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> Malia kind of gestures to the painting, and she says, Ah, oh, yes. What an illustrious moment. 
I have heard the story of the bugbear so many times. Tis my favorite. He looks up and he goes, Poppycock. It's all oh. made up. What? All of it was made up. Oh. I never once slayed a bugbear. But a giant or two in my day, I have definitely slain a couple of those uh, off towards the north. You can find them there. Oh. And he takes a long swig on his brandy. Ah, yes. Back in the old adventuring days. Here we go. <sighs> Molly's eyes get bigger. <laughs> Me and my crew, we were heading off to the wild north, uh, searching out some frost giants that had crushed villagers under their toe for the last time, and we pursued them relentlessly as a pack uh, of wolves would do, and followed them into an icy crag on a high peak. The wind was fierce that day, and it blew my hair wildly backwards. Important but I story. stood firm on the edge of the cliff, and I shouted into the cave beyond, and I said, You there! Giants, you have stomped on my men for the last time. And I drew my scimitar. And you see him, like, from under the desk, draw his, like, silvery, glittering scimitar from out. And he said, and I charged forth to slay the giants there. I lost many men that day. And he, like, the, he drops the scimitar a bit off the table and it clatters down onto the mahogany and... Those of you with a perception of higher than 14, uh, you notice that it actually nicks some of it, and he doesn't seem to care, and he finishes off his brandy and looks at the empty glass and looks over at Varys and says, You, the one without an eye, you've seen better days. Turn around and grab me that brandy bottle there and hand it here. Varys doesn't drink a whole lot. So he doesn't sure. really know what's what. So he's going to turn yeah. around and look at the, like, the shelf of booze and just kind of, uh... Mert looks at you and goes, the brandy uh, boy, the brandy. And he's, like, uh, pointing off towards your right a little bit. Uh... The, the dark <laughs> bottle, gold filigree around the edge. You've never seen a king's crown brandy bottle before. What hole he'll, have you been he'll living grab, in? He'll grab a bottle that kind of fits the closest description and then- turn The brandy, the boy! Head. The brandy! Mina's gonna walk over and save him. <laughs> yeah. Emptied <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, Mina, you, you grab the fanciest bottle on the thing. It's good. For at least someone knows their liquor in this house. And he he, he holds his cup out to you. I, I'll pour it for him as delicately as possible, but also- Delicately? And he's shorter. like, he's watching you and he's like- <laughs> And you don't- you, you don't hear him say stop, and you keep pouring, and he's just looking at the glass. When do you stop filling it? Uh, when there's maybe, like, this much left on the top. If he doesn't say stop, like... <laughs> so it doesn't he looks spill at his over. To the brim, to the brim! Uh, do you want to put it on the on the desk, or no? He, like, he holds out the hand that was holding the thing. Have you ever seen steady our hands? Uh, oh. And they shake <laughs> and tremor. <laughs> Mm, no, you're right. This is, this is the steadiest hands I have ever seen, and she's just gonna fill it, fill it to the top, right? The and the meniscus, yeah. yes. like. And he gets, and he like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. now what's this business about? I can regale you with stories for days, but I have business to do today. 
This Ferris is, is in the corner just clutching the, the wrong bottle that he grabbed. He just feels so shamed and scared right now. I don't like this. I don't like this place or this man anymore. He's a bad oh, man. Grandpa screamed at him. <laughs> Malia flicks her cloak back and then sits down dramatically. She says, uh, we have contacted the, the mayor, Maxine. Oh, good, yes, yes, I remember I requested this. What, what, what did Maxine say? Maxine told of us of two agents uh, that she had discovered. Uh, a sun elf and yes. a half-orc bodyguard who we believe to be Devil Song, Star Song and Yagra. Stonefist. Stonefist. <laughs> Right? That's Devil. right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Devil Star Song. That old bastard. He's back in town. Interesting. Yes. Why? Things are certainly heating up in this town, have you noticed? <laughs> yes, there there have been quite a few dead sewer people in the streets. Sewer people? <laughs> you know, I had never heard... Anyone reference them in that way, but uh, indeed they do come mostly from the sewer, sewer people. I shall keep this one in mind. <laughs> um, there is one other thing that we would like to share with you. Um, yes. We had, upon a stroke of coincidence, the day before, uh, spoke with Devil Star Song, and he has attempted to recruit us to investigate uh, a matter down by the docks. The brandy glass is placed gently at the table. Um, can everyone make a perception roll for me, please? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, nope. oh, no. Oh, no. Varys, <laughs> what does your one eye see? Uh, yeah, so 19 for Varys. Uh, Stella, if you can switch yours over to yes. Malia. Malia with a 9, Mina with a 5, Cry with a 3. Varys, you notice something. His hands are much steadier. There's His eyes are clear. It's, it's like he's slightly leaning forward now. Something's changed here. You spoke to Davos Starsong. Well, what did he have to say? Um, he spoke to us of a string of murders down by the docks involving elves and half-elves, and he presented a business opportunity for us to root out the source of these murders. However, Maxine relayed to us that... Uh, she is under the belief that Davil Starsong wishes to hire spies to root out members of the Xanathar Guild. Hmm. When Varys notices that he starts, like, leaning forward, after already screaming at him, uh, he's not gonna really do anything, but he's gonna get his hand, like, on his dagger, like, just waiting for something to kick off. With your role, you notice that he notices that move. Uh-oh. <laughs> His eyes Rat flick down row. and look up at you, and he's... Huh. 
He stands up rather quickly from his desk and snatching the scimitar slams it into a sheath that you didn't see before. And he starts pacing behind the desk. Devil star song. Elves in the docks. Well, did you accept the mission? Loosely. Loosely. Well, he'll be wanting an answer at some point in time on whether or not you've been successful, and Davil's not one to wait around. What did he promise you? Um, he promised us dragons. How droll. Everyone wants money. How many dragons? Enough to get our tavern up and running. He raises an eyebrow at you. A tavern? Hmm? I thought you were adventurers, not uh, in-owners. Yes, well, we did do a, a job for Volo, who had no money, and gave us a tavern instead. Volo? Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose that's where Renair got the information. Um, How much is it to get to the tavern up and running? Let me just... 3,000. Is that in character, Malia? I I believe it was three thousand dragons. Three thousand. Oh, that's absurd. absurd. Roll me a persuasion check. Oh God, dear dice. Nina's just waiting to see how this goes before she interjects. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Fifteen. Um, insight is wisdom. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Well, he doesn't have any bonuses to insight specifically. Ooh. Fourteen. Three thousand. <laughs> Inflation in this city is abs- absolutely obscene, and to be fair, it'll be worse by the summer's end. Now, three thousand. He reaches in and he pulls out a sheet of paper and a long quill, gray, like kind of fluffy, and he dips it in and writes it down. <laughs> You will stop by the bank. There's one down over in the castle ward. And you guys would know where the banks are. Mm-hmm. Give this to them. They will supply you 1,000 gold now, 1,000 gold next month, and 1,000 gold the month after. If you work for the Zentiera and report everything back to me and the Hoppers. <laughs> Malia stands up takes off her hat and does a flourish and says, we are at your service. Good. Because there are other missions for you to handle as well here for the Harpers. Are there any other conflicts of interest that I should know about? Well, I don't know that it is a conflict of interest per se, but um, Force Grey has also reached out to us. Are uh, they would, your adventurers. He, like, waves a hand. I will let the Black Staff know that you work for me now. Good, good. Yes. I had planned on leaving the city, but I might stick around for this one. I've work to do today, politicking and alike. Um, Send a letter here. I might not be in, but I will get your letters. Or maybe a paper bird if you have one on hand. They'll find me. Let me know how it goes. Stop the murders. Let me know who's doing them. 
just as soon as you let Davil Starsong know as well. Don't let Davil Starsong know that you're double dealing with him. A dangerous man. The Zentarum on their own are dangerous. I would not double cross them lightly. Ooh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, we well. we are stationed at the Troll Skull Manor if you require reaching out to us. Ah, of course, of course. Where well, I had my page write that other paper bird. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I will send you a bird with any other harper business, but you take care of this first. Very well. With haste. Excellent. Now get out of my home. Oh. I have things to do. Good day. <laughs> oh my god. And you see Mert, like, sit back down in the chair, and he's, he kind of stares off a little bit, and he seems to be doing something. Davos star song. We kind of get that, like, pan out from the thing as you guys exit the uh, the house. Um, on your way out, those of you with a higher perception than 14, uh, you notice two, oh, maybe three women not wearing a whole lot, kind of wandering through the home. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> and you and you leave you leave Mert's house. Oh my god. Um, I think that's a good enough place for us to take our first break for this evening. Thank you everyone for tuning in for this. That was Mert. There is a there is a 90% chance or 90% chance that Mert or no one is there and you rolled the 90. So you meet it and Mert was home. Fucking wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, regardless, Mert's there, and there looks like there's going to be some double crossing involved with very dangerous people. Uh, and we will see how that pans out uh, when we come back from our break. So in about three to five minutes, we will be right back. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, and we'll see you in a bit. Welcome back to the Worst Puns in the World channel. <laughs> Diefall presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist, where our heroes in some unlikely shape or form, have convinced Mert that A, they're joining the Harpers, B, they're double-crossing the Zentarum, C, to give them 3,000 gold dragons, and D, somehow not pissed him off. I don't know how... It, that None of that should have happened. None of it. good at D&D. &D. God, I love D&D. &D. We're winning at D&D. &D. You're winning. <laughs> I'm opening another beer. What do you guys want to do? Woo! <laughs> um, do, uh, well, do we want to go to the docks? Do we want to go look at Griffins? What do we want to go do? Do we want to go to the bank? Let's go to the bank. Go to the bank first. No, 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 no. No? Not yet. Um, that would raise quite a few suspicions if we were to suddenly come into money. Um, we, I do believe we told Davil that we are searching for compensation. Yes. Yes. We must continue to uh, present ourselves desperate for the, the, the money. Can get the money and then lie. What does his note say? Does it expire? Get the money and then lie. 
You read the note. Uh, it is, uh, it's pretty basic in what it says. Uh, and it says, uh, this, this letter, um, gives the right to the bearer, uh, 1,000 dragons for the next, uh, on the first of the month for the next three months, um, from, uh, Mert's water deep, um, hold essentially. And then signed by Mert. But it okay. doesn't have our names on it. No, it says the the holder of. So, question: If we got somebody we trusted to retrieve the money for us and hold on to it, so that you know somebody doesn't steal this note from us and steal all the money, could we do that? Yes, but who? Also, oh. does the <gasps> some um, greenhouse? Hmm. Um. I, <laughs> I was thinking more like Renner, but... Oh, no, no, no. We cannot give it to Renner. <laughs> I I trust the man. However, there are reasons why he has the reputation he does. He is a womanizer and a gambler. <laughs> our our letter would not last very long. Um, reading it, the, the verbiage of it does... The verbiage... <laughs> um, does it say that like we're not gonna get the money immediately that first installment of the three does it say when one more time so when would we get if we deposited it now would we on, have to on, wait on deposit and then on the first of the okay, month okay. for the, the next the next two I guess mm -hmm. yes I think Mina is on to something because it doesn't have our names on it but that also means this note from us, they could easily go and acquire that money, no problem. Just say it. Mm-hmm. Well, we could deposit it and not do anything with it, perhaps. Get but... the money and then put it at Troll Skull and just leave it there. No one has to know. Mm-hmm. Well, from no, my... No, but doesn't have to know. Of course, but from <clears throat> my experience with, um... From, from what I know of Davil from my friends, um... He is the master of opportunities and negotiations. He is likely to have spies, um... Already in his, uh, payroll. What if we gave them a name that is not actually associated with us? Hmm. Uh, to say work. that anybody at the bank is actually going to ask for a name, I do not know. Hmm. Who among us is the least conspicuous? <laughs> I mean, Varys has a disguise kit. <laughs> True. Yes, who should we put the disguise on? I'm afraid to say, um, missing an, an eye is quite conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> it may be a little conspicuous, yes. Honestly, Malia, I think you should probably go in with the disguise. As these would be a little obvious if we don't have a different hat for me. Cry, I'm not entirely sure we could disguise as something else. 
I don't think there's enough makeup to cover up quite how pale you are, my dear. Aww. Cry, <laughs> Cry, you are as beautiful as untouched snow. Aww. True. Let's keep the snow untouched. <laughs> she was put down and she brought up and she put down. <laughs> um, so. Very well. Very well. Let, let us do that. And uh, afterwards, I believe we should investigate the docks as quickly as possible. Great. Okay. Okay, I cut out at the first part of that. What are we doing now? So I, I came back in as uh, investigate the docks as soon as possible. Um, oh. Disguise, money, docks. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, who are you disguising? Malia. You're going to disguise Malia. Malia. Uh, roll me, uh, I'm assuming you're getting a little bit of help. Uh, you're outside Mert's place? Where do you want to do this? I mean, it's not necessarily a very busy road At here, the mountain. but... Go to the mountain! You're gonna, you're <laughs> gonna go climb the mountain. Yes, no one will see us there. And go... Gonna go climb the mountain. <laughs> There's a perfectly the suitable <laughs> alley, I don't know, two houses down, if you'd rather use that. Nah. No, let's go to the alley. Okay. Um... I'm assuming some of you are keeping watch while the disguising is happening. Yes. Uh, so, Cry and Mina, one of you roll me perception. Uh, the other one is helping. So whoever has the highest bonus, roll that. And right. then at advantage, please. I have a plus one. What do you have, Cry? Um, I have perception. Uh, I don't... I have a plus two. Okay, you roll with advantage. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, a seven. I mean, it doesn't look like anyone's paying attention. That's great. Right. Sure. You you look left and you look right, and like I said, Coin Alley seems for for this time of day, midday here in Waterdeep should be bustling anywhere in the city, but seems pretty quiet. You do notice that um, there are the Marines, the Waterdeep soldiers uh, that that are on these ships. They there's a couple contingents of them that have made their way by, but you guys are tucked back far enough in the alley. That I, you know, I don't know if. Anyone else is looking for you, and Cry can't seem to tell, and Mina can't seem to tell. Um, okay, let's uh, let's find out how well this uh, disguise kit goes. Um, so Varus, you're going to be doing the disguising with Malia's help, I assume, because it's on her face. Um, I think disguise kit. I've always said it was a, a Dex check, but I think I want a combination of checks here. Um, someone give me Dex. Someone give me Charisma. Well, the disguise kit is based on charisma, so. Is it flat charisma? Yeah. I was gonna give you. I was gonna give you two different rolls to help balance, but up to you. Okay. Uh. Good thing it's at advantage. Roll it again. Oh, haha. Do it again. That's a better. Twenty-two. Number. Wow, we are we are <laughs> a we are a stream of extremes. Holy that moly! That's a much better number. That is a crit fail to a critical success. Um, what do you make Malia look like? Uh, hmm. Well, she's usually very uh, flamboyant and and over the top and very oh no like, concerned about the way she looks. So, like, we got to make her look to not look like her. We got to make her look as gross as possible. So I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking that we we like 
dress her up like kind of looking like a troll. Uh, <laughs> green skin, pointy gimmicked ears, long pointy nose. <laughs> okay. You, you yeah. gotta cover up the scar. You gotta cover up the scar now. The scar is sufficiently covered with lots of green caked on makeup, but it's very well done. <laughs> um, Molly, you could pass as a half orc with as well as this is done. Dang. Um, Damn. Do you change your clothes at all? Yeah, Molly is going to give her hat to cry and say, please protect this. Do not lose my feather. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. It looks great. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Malia, you you aren't different, right? Well, your hair is still down and 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 or tied back, however you were wearing it, and you still look like Malia. But anyone that doesn't know you, I mean, I don't even know where Varys got like pointed tusks to fit prosthetically and <laughs> ear prosthetics and. This kit is incredible. Um, <laughs> um, I think I would ask Cry if I can switch clothes with her. <laughs> like the the big boots and and uh, oh my god, the boots! Yeah, the like witch wear essentially. Yeah, I think I'll take off my cloak and ask Cry if I can switch clothes with her. Yep, mm. that's 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 in character. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Absolutely, I you do. Agree, yeah. Yeah. Uh Malia gives you her clothes, cry, and you lace up the knee-high boots uh with the heels on them. Um I mean you Glackety clack clack. <laughs> Molly, are you are you shorter than Cry or taller or I think I'm shorter by a little. I am okay. five nine. How tall are you? <laughs> How tall am I? I don't know. You tell me. I thought I put her at like almost six foot. Okay, so she's about three inches taller than you. Um, uh, some of it doesn't fit as well, but Cry is rather slender, so all of it drapes on her. Um, but I mean, you look like if Malia was a very tall, slender Malia, uh, and very pale, and but uh, Malia, you you look more like a half work right now. Um kind of in an interesting amalgamation of witches' clothing and these really black boots. Um or these large black boots. I mean Maya, what would you what would you like to do? Malia looks at herself and she says, Do you think that they they will allow me to uh cash this letter? Perhaps put your regular boots back on. <laughs> Okay. Those look a little off. That's, that's better. Now she has very fancy knee-high boots and cry. What what were you wearing? The dress. I what was it? Don't know what I was wearing on my feet because now she's got like this weird collection of shoes. She got those little tiny opera heels. She has the <laughs> huge, chunky uh, half-orc boots. Oh, wait, she never got those wooden sandals back, did she? She has one sandal left. The other one's still wedged under a door somewhere in the That seat. goblin! <laughs> that poor goblin is still trapped in there. Oh, you guys forgot about Dave the goblin? Man. Dave, no! 
That's, uh... His wife is wondering where he is. He never came home. She assumes he's cheating. It's been like almost 10 days since then, so... Oh, no. We should go rescue Dave. So, uh, Malia, yeah, so cry, cry, what is, is Malia look like? Probably, I probably have clothes? the big old uh, orc boots on, so. Should yeah, that's what we were just saying. So, like, what type of clothing were you wearing? Oh, uh, she wears that, um, kind of like a, it's literally like strips of leather that she, like, wove together so that she would be covered. So it's like a really simple, like, A-frame, like, wrap top. And then, like, just, like, a long leather skirt that's just, like, strips of, like, long black leather and cloth and, like, dip, like burlap shit she found, essentially, so. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you go, you're gonna go to the Seaward Bank, Malia, Malia. dressed as such, looking like a half-orc, carrying a writ from Mert. The Old Wolf, a former adventurer and a servant to the masked lords of Waterdeep. <clears throat> How Molly, do you carry yourself for this? Mo Molly doesn't look very comfortable right now. She's like, <laughs> How do I look? You look gross, and that's the point. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> okay. Here I go. <laughs> so you go to the bank, a large government-looking building, uh, down uh, on tarnished silver alleys, so rather close to where you're at. Um, it looks like this is where most of the uh, the Waterdavian Navy probably does their banking. Um, and you walk inside. Uh, you get a couple of weird looks from the door guards, uh, two human uh, males dressed in the Waterdavian guard clothing, and... You walk inside a large building, mostly granite in structure, some columns, uh, and on on lining the sides of them, uh, it looks like there are tellers or accountants of some kind, various different um, races and, and um, uh, you know different types of people. Um, where do you go? There's a, a large desk that sits in the middle that looks like possibly a help desk. Okay, so before I enter. Um, Malia is going to kind of take a moment to just breathe in, breathe out, and then okay. she kind of shifts the way that she walks. She kind of hunches down a little bit um, on herself, kind of relaxes her posture, and she walks with a slight, very, very slight limp to her left side. And okay. um, she enters in, and she kind of keeps her eyes kind of low, her chin down, and... Um, She's looking around, and uh, she walks up to the the help desk, and then she starts to speak in Elvish. In Elvish? In Elvish. Okay. First things first. Roll me performance check. Okay. Then roll me a perception check. Okay. Team, <laughs> uh, rest of our heroes, where are you? Um... Probably not right by the bank, but like close enough we can see the bank without. So you're across like the street. On the bank. <laughs> you're across the street, kind of posted up on an alley somewhere, and a little bit out of the way, and you watch her go in. Essentially, is that mm -hmm. is that where we're at? Yeah. All right, Malia, with a 13 on performance and a nine on the perception, uh, you don't 
notice anything out of order here. And it doesn't look like anyone's looked up at you just yet. But uh, okay, we'll keep that 13 in mind. You limp your way up to what looks like the help desk. A studious-looking red tiefling with uh, flowing black horns backwards and thin glasses out on his nose seems to be looking over some paperwork. Um, glances up when he sees it. Oh, um, oh. Ah, uh, how may I help you? And then Elvis, she's going to say, she kind of like lowers her voice a little and she says, sure. um, uh, I am an adventurer working for Mert. I have received this letter and I am here to uh, receive compensation for it. Not Elvish. One and a half orc. That's odd. Um... Josiah, come over here, please. Uh, you know a little bit of Elvish, don't you? And a small gnome, like, gets down off his stool off the side and comes over. He's got, like, a, a small pate of hair on top. It's very, like, bowl-cutted around and brown. And uh, he has larger glasses that make him look a little bit bug-eyed like this. And he goes, yes, um, what is it? Oh, Elvish, yes. Um, uh, what did she say? <laughs> Yes. Adventurer working for Mert. Compensation for this. Ha, huh, I believe this half orc knows Elvish. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think so. Um what is that piece of paper? Um and he's like, oh, give me that. And he like reaches out and reads and he's signed by Mert. Three thousand dragons in the next three months. 3,000? My, we don't put that much out for anyone but the captains of the ships here. Mert must be off his rocker, that old dog. Yes, but it does seem to be his handwriting. I... Molly puts her hands on her hips. <laughs> Snorts a little. <laughs> you see him, like, kind of glance over and he, like, looks over your shoulder. And we get, as the audience, we get the, the pan from behind what he's looking at. Um... The two guards that were outside followed you in, Malia, and they, they're flanking you on either side. Um, you don't look a whole lot like the patrons of this particular bank. Um, and he says, I does say to the, the holder of this, um, I suppose we probably should honor it, but what if she had stolen it? I mean, look at her. Orc speaking Elvish and in rags. I don't. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> it's quite unusual. Um, I shall consult the rule book and see if we have any direction on this. Yes, yes, I will be right back. And he like goes and he like hus like jumps up on his seat and starts tearing through like what looks like it looks to be a little handbook. Um, the Ma tiefling sister is like. Um, just wait here a moment, would you? Um... Malia's, like, talking to the first, the person who's at the help desk and says, like, in Elvish, the weather's pretty nice. Um, I had a croissant for breakfast and I had some breakfast wine. Yes, yes, um, lady, please, <laughs> um, <laughs> calm down. I, I don't believe any of us understand you. I'm... Uh... One moment, and um, he like rolls it up, tucks it away, stands up, and he's like, uh, "Lads, please, uh, can you hold her here for a moment, please?" And uh, he goes off to the back room. What do you do? Uh, cross <laughs> my arms and tap my foot. Tap, 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 tap. 
minute passes. Another. Third. Shit. We're Four. starting to get worried outside now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's quickly, we go to the outside. What we see is as a moment before, we watch as Malia walks inside and you see the two Water Davian guards like look at each other, say something, and then turn to follow her in. Um, and it's been some time now. Is there something that you guys would like to have been doing? Or are you being patient with this? Oh, <laughs> I'm so nervous. I know, so nervous. <laughs> oh, God. Um, should one of us go in there? Would that defeat the purpose? <laughs> this is Malia's forte. She yeah, if we go in, then if there are spies in there, they're gonna know that one of us with her. Mm-hmm. Do we just wait? I mean, I'm kind of disguised right now, right? Yes, put on Malia's clothes and in go a way. in there and get her. <laughs> you have Malia's hat, right? It's I have like her hat and her clothes. I have her hat and her clothes. Everything but the boots. Oh, you have the big boots. Hang on. Mina takes off her gives you the boots. <laughs> <laughs> Shoe swap. Shoe swap. Okay. Kai? Don't be weird. <laughs> Should I make her up at all, Any? Should I try again with the kit to just maybe alter her appearance at all? Remember that... It her, does please. take time to do these things, so yeah, it's entirely up to you if that's what you would like to do. I don't think, like we, have do. I don't think yeah. we have time. Yeah, I think true. it just keeps that, like, don't be suspicious about it, but, like, maybe keeps the hat in such a way that your face is not, like, super visible to people around. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's better. It's, it's... Okay. Can I just, and she just, like, kind of, like, moves some hair, like, sort of in her face little bit and like but makes it more presentable and like a, a less everywhere yeah not no not no <laughs> <laughs> cry looking like cousin it uh, proceeds <laughs> to walk up the bank stairs Cry, oh you approach the bank. Right, you guys have done, you've done the best you can with this. It is up to Cry. Cry, how are you conducting yourself? Oh my God. Um, She goes, she's like moving as her brain process. She's going from feeling uncomfortable to be like, oh wait, I can't be weird. Oh, I feel really uncomfortable. Oh wait, I can't be weird. Oh, I let's, feel really uncomfortable. Let's see how well Cry can pull herself together. Roll me a performance check because you're technically performing. This is well outside your comfort zone. Oh, can she hear the audible? Oh, a, a nine. Um, so cry, visibly uncomfortable, climbs the Water Davian Navy Credit Federal Federal Credit Union <laughs> bank and walks inside. Cry, you see, you see Malia there, dressed as the sort of half-orc self, uh, flanked on both sides by two Water Davian guards, uh, tapping her foot impatiently, and her arms are crossed. Um, Cry, is there something that you would like to do right now? Oh my God, I know, I know Elvish. I didn't yep. know this. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's just gonna go up to Malia and kind of tap, tap, tap. <laughs> Malia turns around and she speaks in Elvish to you and she says, kind of like her tone is upset. She's lowered her voice. It's kind of a little guttural. She says, they don't understand Elvish. I'm pretending to be kind of mad right now. Um, what are you doing here? <laughs> She's going to respond in Elvish to, um, in a <laughs> awkwardly, but equally like trying to match her tone of oh, it no. being <laughs> as... <laughs> but she's just gonna sound a little robotic. We were worried about you, and thought <laughs> <laughs> you need help. Oh my god. <laughs> They're taking a long time. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think the costume worked too well. <laughs> Can I roll a perception check on the room really fast? Absolutely. And at this time, you like you see the guards. They're like looking at you, and you're talking to each other. And and one of them, uh, before you're gonna take a uh, a lay of the room, you see the gnome guy looking through the book. The other ones, there's like twelve other accountants like lining the room. None of them have looked up the entirety of the time that you guys have been in here. No one seems to care. Um, and that's kind of the entirety of the room. And you have these two guards there. They're just, they look like the water daving guards you've dealt with before. Two males. Um, one seems a little bit younger than the other. And and the older one taps you on the shoulder and says, uh, Ma'am, um, do you speak Coleman? Cry looks at Malia. <laughs> Ma Malia says, um, you should say that you're my mistress or the leader of our adventure band. <laughs> okay. It's no, no. Look back at the woman and go, mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> they like look at each other and they look at you. You notice with that perception check, they're looking at your ears and like trying to, a human that doesn't know the hells is going on here and as they're like trying to come to grips with what the hell's happening the tiefling exits uh or enters back in from the back uh room followed by a a uh, uh high collared uh black dress all in black um elven male elven <laughs> male with long silver hair that goes down his back and these huge pointed ears and these eyes that are just they're so dark they're almost black dm is he, he hot <laughs> um would cry find a demon elf mix hot i mean bravo would but <laughs> in a in a three thousand year old demon elf way probably pretty attractive Ooh. yeah uh good to know he's he's been he's been through the planes of existence Ooh. um we love a rugged so man. they they come up and the tiefling says ah, Thank you. And look, they wait, and he like looks over at crying. And goes, what the hell is going on here? And he looks over at the Water Davian uh, guards. He's, lads, what's what's happened? Ma'am, ma do you speak common? And they and they look. She doesn't seem to speak anything other than Elvish either. But that one apparently belongs to her. And the elf in the back goes, 
I shall handle this. And he, like, strides forward and looks down at the, um... He looks down at you, Malia, and uh, <clears throat> tries to figure out what he's looking at. He's making a, a rather close insight check here. Um, okay. What was your... Uh, so you had a natural 20 with a 22 on that? And he looks down, he's... I don't normally see many half-orcs here in my bank. Especially dressed as such and not one of the soldiers. He switches over to Elvish. Who are you? Oh, shit! Name <laughs> generator. <laughs> no, you can't! That's my job! You can't name generate! That's my job! Come on! Oh, um, she goodness. says, <clears throat> in Elvish, she says, my name is Gorga. <laughs> I, um, I am a shaman that, uh, is part of her adventuring band. Gestures to cry. Because of how well the disguise is done. Roll me persuasion with advantage. Uh, my soul. Sorry, persuasion? Yes. The advantage. An 18. Well rolled. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, deception. <clears throat> but I think your bonus is the same because you're proficient in that. Um, yes. So either way, it's deception, but you're trying to persuade him. It's very similar. Okay. He looks at you and goes, Ah, adventurous. Lakshi, hand me that writ. And looks at it, and the tiefling's like, Yes, of course. Mert. Your dog has such a different taste in women these days. <laughs> He's saying all of this in common, by the way. Just assuming that you don't know. Yeah, it looks like his. Seen enough of his around here. Deepest pockets in this district, at least. He can afford it, whether or not they're stealing. Give it to him. And he hands it back to the tiefling and he walks back. So the tiefling's there is like, oh, okay, um, one moment, please. I'll have one of the counters bring you your first thousand dragons. And he, like, stumbles over that a little bit. Ooh, and where shall the uh, next thousand be delivered? Oh, I don't understand. I mean, um, where? <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out a map and he goes, where? Money? Deliver! Where? <laughs> Cry looks at Malia. And oh, in, in Elvish, in Elvish, she's gonna go, but a little quieter now that she knows someone else speaks Elvish, and again, matching her tone like before. Do we want to send it to home? Question mark. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish Mina were here. <laughs> Same. 
Um. Hmm. Or we can just say fuck it. <laughs> <clears throat> Would be nice to pay the carpenters we're hiring to build our place. <clears throat> oh man. Malia Molly is just gonna say yeah. Just send it home. She, You can tell, like, she is uncomfortable with it, but she can't come up with anything else right now on the spot. Does she answer in common? No, no, no. <laughs> She's talking to Cry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does Cry so, know where it is on the map? <laughs> <laughs> she probably does. Um, she's gonna... Can I make a... <laughs> What do I need to roll to try and find home on a map? Oh roll me, and I'm being generous, roll me survival. Uh, so kind. What? Not generous enough. Uh, what the hell is a map? Oh, uh, this is... Well, There's so many squiggles and lines. A lot of words and, and words. none of it makes sense. I don't but know how to read. You no. know the name of home. So maybe if you just tell them the name. Oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> I did speak a little bit of common. That's right. I do speak common. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I'm bilingual. Um, Okay. It's a seven on the survival, by the way. Um, she's gonna, um, just kind of... Troll skull! She yells like, it. Yell that. She goes, oh, oh, goodness. Uh, he looks down and goes, troll skull. I think I know where that is. And okay. We can find it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, Malia, you see as... Malia will, like, just point. <laughs> She just points right at the map. <laughs> yeah, Molly knows exactly where it is, and she points right at Troll Skull. And she goes, and the, the tiefling looks up and goes, "Oh." Cry um, also points then. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you for your assistance. You shall receive two installments of one thousand dragons based on this writ delivered. By guards and lockbox at the first of the month. This is not getting through to them, is it? And he's like looking up at the, the guards and they're just like, oh, I don't, Ma I don't Malia, know. Malia said, um, wait, uh, did, did they hand us the money yet? Not the first set yet. Oh, okay. Never mind. Malia doesn't do anything. She waits, endures through this and he's like, I, moment. Uh, and as he's, as he's like feeling really like dad, he's like, I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, the small gnome with the, the big eyes. Yes, um, here is the a thousand dragons. My, that's a lot of money. I don't see that come out of here very often. Um, here you go. And he, like, wanders off again, and actually he just picks it up and he's like, Here is your money! And he, like, jingles it a little bit, and he purposefully hands it over to Malia, uh, who was the person that handed him the writ. True. So he hands it directly that. to Malia. Molly takes it and then she just turns and leaves. She just uh, 
Pleasure doing business with you. Please come back to the Water Davian Navy Federal Credit Union and some other. Okay, they're gone. And then as, we like pan as outside. Leaves, <laughs> as she leaves, I won't cry. Just like a decibel higher than that person was yelling at us. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, I. Uh, and we'd like see as you guys come out. The next next view we get of the camera is you guys like trundling down quickly down the granite steps of the front of the bank and making it over to your group. And you're all together now on Tarnished Silver Alley in one of the little back alleys. And now what? Go 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 go. <laughs> Did you get to her seat? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> that was the most stressful five minutes of my life. <laughs> Molly is like, we need a way to make this giant bag less conspicuous. Hunchback! <sighs> Could we not just put it in our backpacks? How much do they hold? <laughs> how much do they hold? Um, I actually have, I forget how much of a, a thing of gold weighs, but what you need to know is that they didn't necessarily, they didn't hand you a bag. It's like a chest. It is like, a, <laughs> it is a lockbox chest that you're Ooh. holding with a thousand gold pieces inside of it. it we are is, asking it is to a be large, robbed. Oh yes, we It are. is a large oh, dear. piece here. I added a thousand gold to my inventory and I gained 20 pounds. <laughs> so yeah, it's about 20 pounds uh, of gold in a likely five to 10 pound lockbox. Uh, so it's about 30 pounds uh, to carry and you have it on you out in the open on Tarnished Silver Alley. Could we split Should it we... up amongst the four of us and each carry a little bit and then maybe just lose the chest? Or hire a coach or something to drive us back? Ooh. A dre is a good idea. Mm. I mean, sure we like have to all this money we could do a uh, private... Mm? <laughs> uh, but, again, we don't want to... No, no, you are right. We should do that. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, wave down a taxi. <laughs> yeah, you go. Uh, you go to main the sa sale street. There are drays on sale street. Absolutely. Um, and uh, one pulls up. It is a dray, and it has about five to six people inside of it already, and a driver. And uh, he's a you know kind of a foppish looking man. Uh, who's uh, you coming aboard then? Are there no private coaches? <laughs> uh. You want, you're trying to flag down a private coach? Um, yeah, sure. And yeah. if you, you tell them to move along, you flag down a private coach. Uh, it's pulled by two horses. It's all in black and it seems to have curtains on it as well. Uh, a man wearing uh, a fine black coat and a top hat and looks over and goes, and he has a thin mustache. Uh, yes, uh, you need a coach. Yes, we are going to Trollskull Manor, please. Trollskull Northward, of course. Please step inside. Before we step inside, can cry, see if the horse. Talk. <laughs> you want to walk up to the horses and ask if they talk. Yeah. Go talk to them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Go talk yep. to them. Pat, 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 pat. Do you talk? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They seem to like the scritches. Oh, scritches. She's going to go try the other one. Rub, 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 rub. Do you talk? Oh, additionally, likes the scritches. Mm -hmm. Okay, she can get back in. Uh, so yeah, you uh, 
you go and you get on and um from inside you can hear me be about 10 gold for the private and uh, how far we're going that uh, you don't mind um malia will say um excuse me instead of taking us to troll skull mana can you take us to um the steam wait no the bent nail bent nail right uh, of course i can take you to the bent nail still 10 gold uh, though it's like the same spot yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a handsome uh, black coach, seats four travelers, uh, and they sit high. Uh, fare is agreed upon before the journey, but only rarely will it cost. Well, okay, ten ten gold. Um, so where what where are you going again? So I can find it. Um, nail the carpenter, the carpenter oh, Tally. Sure. Place. So you're stopping right outside of Tally's place. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's not take um, the money home. Let's just give it straight to Tally. <laughs> no. Once we get in the the coach, Molly will say, "Oh, we don't know who might be listening. We don't want to take the coach directly to our house. We can walk the rest of the way with a giant chest, because that is not suspicious either." At least if we were dropped outside of the house, nobody would see us with the chest. Into Actually, driver, <laughs> can you take us to Trollskull Manor? Jesus. Uh, yeah, so of course, and he'd like, it's the same direction. He's yeah, just going like, the same way. It's like five houses You're just apart. changing the, yeah, exactly. You're. It's like next door. It's not even really... Eventually, you make it there, about 30 minutes through Waterdavian traffic. Uh, you do make your way to Trollskull. Um, it is definitely mid-afternoon now. A evening is approaching rather quickly. Um, but you do make it to Trollskull, and you pull up in your fine black coach. Um, are the, the curtains drawn, or is anyone looking outside? No. <laughs> Everything's well, drawn? Uh, yeah, and he stops. He goes, Trollskull, I think... I hope you do have the gold to pay for this. And we get like the shot of him looking at the dilapidated inn and its front. Um, Mina is gonna, before we get out of the thing, take 11 gold pieces out of the chest. Sure. Yeah. And then, then she's gonna go out and hand them to the driver and be like, uh, merci. Um, this was very good. Thank you. Um, but if you could keep it on the down low if anyone asks. He counts the gold and tucks it away, gives you a look. Of course, Mrs. Smith. And he says, is there anything else I can do for you? That is all. Thank you very much. Of course. Snap. And they trot away. Perfect. Done. <laughs> Someone run up to the door and lock it real quick so we can slide right in. You unlock the door and you slide right in. Uh, everyone make me some perception checks. Let's see if you notice anything that's going on in the alley right before you go inside. Goddamn halflings. <laughs> Fucking halflings all over the place. Halflings. 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 Ferris, with your bad eye, and it seems to itch a little bit, you've got oh, both yeah. eyes closed because your, your good eye is itching. So you don't notice anything. You almost trip up the stairs, but you make it inside. Uh, Mina, uh, with their 12, I think you're too busy looking, uh, you're talking to the driver, you turn, you're gonna go inside. Uh, Cry with a six, I don't know what you're looking at, but it's obviously not the street. And Malia, <laughs> Malia, you do notice that 
Some people have their eyes on you. Oh, of course. Looking at you. You still well, look like wait, a half orc. You look like a half orc. Um, more noticeably, uh, you see uh, Trench, the uh, private investigator, tamping out what looks to be some kind of cigar out on his front porch and looks at you. And, hmm. We kind of get that look of Shit. him, and then he turns around and walks back inside. And you're all inside your uh, your humble abode. Are we going to have to kill our neighbor? No! <laughs> I don't think he no. can be killed. Isn't that the guy that's freaking old? Oh, that's right. <laughs> we just drown them in alcohol. Just free drinks for the rest of their lives, right? That is that is one way to do it. Put Absolutely. them in a fish barrel, put them on a ship, and then they're gone. Probably. They disappear wow. forever. Just them in acid, but okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Wow. This okay. Is very Breaking Bad, real quick. That's so, yeah. a little bit. Yes. Yes, it is. I love it. All right. Um. So, what's next? We need to hide this money somewhere. Probably not a bad plan. Well, you have an entire inn. Where would you like to hide the money? Um. We should, should... just hide it in some kegs, like slowly, just like plunk it in all the kegs. Uh. First. Uh. Firstly, how much would you like to hold on your person. Oh yes, I suppose we are going to be getting more monies than we actually require to get this in up and running. Um, so yeah, so if you remember, I believe it was quoted at 800 by, uh, by um, your carpenter to renovate the entire tavern. Mm -hmm. uh, so okay. that does leave 200 gold hanging mm. out. That's nice though. Mm-hmm. Should we just like split it four ways? Split it even? Yeah, the the fifty gold each. Yes, I don't have one gold anymore. Yeah, I, I can afford breakfast again. No, <laughs> <laughs> those croissants they they add up. They add up. Yes, they do. You yeah, said the, fifty at, gold each. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That and buying new clothes. Those are some nice clothes you guys got. Sure are. Um. Purple okay. Cool. Uh, so... Uh, Malia would recommend if we're going to stash the rest of the money, we should break it up and put it in different spots, not just all in one spot. Yeah, agreed. What, are you counting out the money at the at the, t at the counter right now? Oh my god. <laughs> Is Leaf gonna, like... <laughs> Probably, yeah, I mean... Yeah? Do, wait, we do don't we have, have furniture. Yeah. Do we have curtains? <laughs> No, you don't. Uh, no one's, no. No one's <laughs> bought yeah. anything for this place. I Do hope you cellar. know that. No Do one's bought cellar. anything. Yeah. Yeah. So That's you go down to the cellar. cellar. Yeah. That's yeah. You counting. go down to the cellar and you start counting out your gold and it's sitting there. Um, can I perception checks from all of you one more time for inside the inn? Fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Try with a six. What? No. Oh, sorry, that was from previous. My one. bad. Trying to play me like that, boy. I'm sorry, they're all perception checks. I've asked for a lot today. Uh, 15 for Cry, Malia 17, Mina 4, Varus 6. Uh, Cry and Malia, um, you feel like an imperceptible tugging at the edges of your clothes as you're, like, down there, chest open, um, and counting out all of this gold. You feel like a pull. Leaf. You turn and follow. 
Okay. And this pole like <laughs> maintains itself on your wrist and pulls you to looks to be a bunch of old ale casks. And then like it's trying it feels like he's trying to pull you through them to the wall behind. Should we try and move the ale casks then? Yes. Move them over. Scoot them over. They're empty. They move easily. Yeet! This bitch empty. Yeet! <laughs> you clatter them over, and you see, like, what seems to be the faintest imperceptible air coming from the a crack in the wall. Is this... There is money oh. in the banana stand right now. Did you just arrest the development us right now? Oh Malia God. starts running her hands along the wall. trying to Make me an investigation check. Ten. Close enough knowing that you can see some of this. Oh my god. One of the bricks pushes inwards. Oh my god. And the wall... Opens inwards. About five feet tall, maybe three feet wide. Kai, you go first. Okay. <laughs> I can't see in the dark. Okay. Yeah, you you go inside. It's a room. Yeah. You go inside and cry. It's a room. Seems to be a wine rack of some kind. A large chest. Hefty padlock on it. Wine! And the rest of it seems... Empty? I'm gonna call out again to Leaf. Leaf? You hear nothing. Cool room. Cry grabs a wine bottle and gives it to Malia. <laughs> oh, yes. It says on it. It's a Grawl. It's a. It's a Grawlhun Villa Chardonnay, three hundred years old. Oh, that's some fancy wine. Cry. <laughs> We're rich. <laughs> Cry. Do you know what this is? Nope. It is happiness <laughs> in a bottle. Mina, obviously, at this point, is coming over. The fuck you doing? <laughs> she, she, <laughs> Cry's gonna grab another bottle, and then keep passing them back. How many are on the wine rack? Uh, about seven. She a gonna small grab rack. all seven. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple of the Grawlhun Villa. Um, there is a uh, a Chop Street um, white uh, that looks like it's about 200 years old. Uh, and there's there's varying just these bottles of Damn. over 150 year old bottles of wine. This is a vault. This is perfect. This is where we should hide anything we do not want found. Mm -hmm. She put. She like very carefully puts her wine bottle back. Oh, brushes it off. Damn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can I go to the chest? Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, that, Mac. You can. You can go to the chest. I won't try to open a it. A large metal padlock on it. Yeah, it's a hefty like iron bound chest. Uh, it's locked. <gasps> the key. The big ass key. <laughs> you go get the big ass key. <laughs> yes. You go down and 
Well, it's a big-ass key, and it does not fit this large Aww. padlock. <laughs> you just see Cry have a little idea and scuttle off. And yeah, we only want to run away and come back with the key. <laughs> Molly is just, like, waiting. She's just like... <laughs> hmm. Can she... Ooh, I wonder if... Uh, Molly will, like... Like, pull out from hidden in her hair her thieves' tools. Her oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, some lockpicks and stuff, yeah. She'll hand them to cry. She's gonna hand them to cry? No. She says, don't break them. I'm gonna try it. What do I need to roll? Well, you're not proficient in it, but it is a dex roll. <laughs> so it is flat dex for you. 21. Mm. Cry, have you been taking lessons from Malia? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> wow. Beyond all odds, not even being proficient in these, and maybe she has had a couple lessons or two. Takes the thief's tools and seems to know her way around them pretty well. Either that or she's gotten stupid lucky. And clunk! The large padlock opens. Maybe it's hey. old, right? <laughs> She hands the sleeve tools back. Mm -hmm. It opens it. <laughs> Who's in the room? All of us. Wait, is it in the front room or is it still in the vault? In the vault. This is the vault. The vault itself is like when you go inside after the door, it's probably 10 feet across and 10 feet deep. This bitch I'm is trapped. I'm probably like near the entrance, but I, I probably didn't go in. But I can see what's going on with my dark vision. I'm totally inside. Yeah. Fuck. Same. Can I get dexterity saving throws from everyone in the room? God damn it! <laughs> I knew the second he asked who was in here, I knew it. Oh. 15, 19, 15 Cry, 19 Varus, 11 Malia. I'm in the cellar. And Mina, you're out in the cellar. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so God damn. it the it opens and with a a cone of acid spews out <laughs> from the chest. Uh, the DC was fourteen, so cry and Varus save. Um, but Malia. Does not. Um, you will take. Uh. Oh gosh. Nine acid damage as it lands on your clothes and begins eating through it. That being said, these are Cry's clothes and it begins eating through them. No! Um, um, I have one hit point left. <gasps> um, the acid continues to burn. Oh Would you God. like to do something about this? <laughs> you yeah. Right yeah, I just, I just strip. Oh no. Does yeah. No protection from the thick coat of green body paint all over. <laughs> she uh, does not. Uh, this acid eats directly through that, uh, pock marking her skin, uh, and she's trying to remove her clothes. Uh, the acid all I continues. Have is spray. I can't continues help. to eat away at her. Oh my God. For another 10 damage. Stop! And what? No! 
And she goes... I'm down. Down? Stop! <laughs> I am down. I don't have anything healing! I have oh. two healing spells! Oh my god! Oh my god, oh my god. Well, watching that all happen, I would have come in the some point. <laughs> Keep in mind, you all have healing potions. It's somewhere. Uh, you can definitely just save her. Yeah, all you need to tell me, all you need to tell me is you save her. You save do her, a thing. Save her, save her. What do you do? Save. What do you do? Oh, God. Uh, I have a potion of healing. I'm just going to give it to her. Okay, you give her a potion of healing. Roll me potion of healing, which I believe is... Pour it all over me. <laughs> no, it'll waste it. <laughs> is it 1D4? D8. I don't know. How oh, it hang on. Potion of healing Where? is 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. Wow. Roll 2d4. I don't actually know if I'm doing this right. Did I do it right? Oh, I did it right. Eight healing points. Malia, you're alive. Uh, the acid that you've attempted to remove off of you, I'm assuming you guys are helping get the acid off of her? Yes. But with okay. my mage hand, because I don't want to touch yes, it. <laughs> sure, excellent. I believe the mage hand would end up taking damage and probably poof, but yes, it's fine. You guys are able to save Malia. Malia, the the, the worst uh, portions of, like, the pocking from the acid is healed with the magical rejuvenation of this potion of healing, but you might end up scarred from this. Oh my god. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> Malia was all, like, clean, pristine before she met us. <laughs> oh, man. Malia's shook and uncomfortable and naked and... Cry is gonna... Cry is gonna start taking... No. Have my cloak back. Yeah, she's gonna take her jacket out and her cloak and give it to her. Okay. That was awful. Oh. Is the poison stopped? Has the acid stopped? It sizzles on the ground, um, eating away at the cobbles underneath you. Uh, it looks like it did spray out and hit a couple of the uh, glass bottles of wine. Um, you've lost a couple of those. And the contents of the chest? Let's find out. Leaf, why didn't you tell us? Did anyone ask Leaf for a key? No. Malia grabs one of the wine bottles that are still intact and she says, I'm going to take a nap. Oh. <laughs> she just walks out. Oh. <clears throat> okay. uh, before she goes, Mina, because she's been keeping that cream that Malia gave her, mm -hmm. just like hands it back to her. As she walks away. <laughs> oh, baby. No, no. Okay. The chest is open. Let me look inside. <laughs> well, I look it looks like there was some stuff in there. But acid. Documents that's seeming to have been mostly eaten away. Um, <sighs> looks what could have been... A coin pouch of some kind of small wooden box um and some photographs looks oh. like 
I don't know if there's magic photographs, but these have magic photographs, so photographs of some kind. Renderings, drawings of some kind. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Guys, this is why we do not open chests without keys without fast checking them. Cry stands up and she says, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> she Aww. goes up to her room. Uh, I assume the rest of the money is put inside the vault. Uh, even with all of the acid damage after it's all stopped doing its thing. Uh, neutralized yeah. by the air around it. And you close the vault and you have a secret vault now. That's kind of cool as much as it was painful to get to. Um, I'm, I hate myself. So, this all being said, uh, I think this is like, this is where this particular day would end. And some interesting things have happened here. Uh, you guys would, I think you're going to want to go try and figure out the Zentirum Guild uh, mission, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so that will be probably what you guys end up doing next. But what I want to kind of jump forward to... Uh, because there's a little bit of time between that being a thing uh, and other stuff happening. Um, as a party, would the next days, you now have the money to start rebuilding the tavern. Would you do so? I don't know. Ready, ready for business? Would we want to say that we dropped that much? Would we just say we got a loan? I'm just concerned about us all of a sudden having enough money to keep oh. the tavern going. Mm -hmm. Paper trail, baby. Yeah, that was um, Molly's whole concern with the thing. So, if you're interacting because Tali said he would essentially handle all of it for you, mm -hmm. uh, as he would act as your foreman for the rebuilding of the inn. If you go through Tali, I mean, you know him. He seems relatively trustable. Uh, we also know where he lives and know where to kill him if he snitches. Wow. <laughs> Ad additionally but he's so cute with his little stutter cuteness uh, kills baby additionally Jesus. um you guys would be able, he would work out a way but you would basically pay in installments mm. so you wouldn't have to pay the full 800 up front what he's telling you is that the full cost of him having to pay all of these contractors the rebuilding of the inn would be 800 gold at the end this would mean you'd have beds for every room, you'd have uh, side tables, you'd have new mirrors, new basins, new uh, new pot, new uh, restrooms, new baths, uh, a whole new bar, all of the places to sit, eat, and whatever, a brand new kitchen. All of this stuff is covered under that 800 gold. And in installments over the next, I believe it is 11 total days, 12 days. It would be renovated, and you would you would pay in installments over those eleven days to each of those various different contractors, um, from the different guilds. Right? You're gonna have the like, so there's the roofers guild, the carpenters guild, the plasterers guild, the sellers and plumbers guild. All of those people would end up needing to be paid. The launderers guild to get all of your stuff for your your laundry, your bed linens, and everything of that nature. Um, the dung sweepers guild to pay them. Uh, so they, they keep your gutters clean and keep your your uh, your restrooms clear of shit. Uh, all of those people end up being paid, and you would be able to get all of that going through installments to each of those different contractors through Tally. Oh my god. So, 
Yeah, we reason... definitely want a middleman. Correct. So the reason I'm saying this is because Tally has volunteered himself to be your middleman through me. We can handle all of this in this conversation right now, rather than having to go through each individual minutia of getting an inn up and running. But this is something that your characters would handle over the next 12 days. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, cool. think, I think that's pretty solid. Yeah. That yeah. sound good? So go ahead and mark that 800 down from your, I guess, your group total that you have, uh, whoever's keeping track of that. Uh, and Troll Skull Manor, and I've, I've, I've been saving this, uh, because I found my city is beautiful and old and has really cool buildings all around it and all, of, it's, it's fantastic. That being said, I found a building that looks like Troll Skull Manor. So I'm gonna show you guys Troll Skull Manor as it exists uh, in my town. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's so, so pretty. After after full renovation of Troll Skull Manor, it would end up looking something like this, a little less modern with those windows and stuff. But this is what Troll Skull Manor would end up looking like: a front porch, a thing up top, uh, three stories all the way to the top with an attic and a spire. Um, and that's kind of how Troll Skull would look after the twelve days are over. Guys, guys, what so, color do we want to paint the outside? Yeah, oh. what color is Troll Skull? I didn't think of this. <laughs> what color are the rest of the buildings in the in the on the street, approximately? In Troll Skull, yeah. um, I mean, tro we've talked about this before. The alley is like. It's actually really nice. It's well put together. I mean, you've seen Fala's place and stuff, right? Like it's mm. it's full of greenery and it's a large building and um everything's it's it's very well to do. Troll Skull was kind of like the it was definitely the sore thumb out of this whole area. Um I don't know my brain doesn't necessarily know how to come up with more words to describe them to you. Um but if you think like a well-to-do medieval English town uh, and that location with like three-story buildings and, and directions with artistry on each of these different buildings as well, right? Like they're not just plain. Um, they have like uh, intricate woodwork on the outside or something like that or, or plants. Um, it, it's it's definitely a nice, it's a nice area. Um... Do we paint it purple? <laughs> <laughs> would he be mad though if we like stole his color not if we barge into his place it's like give us all the purple paint you have we'll pay you yeah we buy the paint off of him yeah <laughs> okay but for reals that <laughs> might be a horrible idea because there's this vague idea that zoblov is kind of connected to the bottles yeah what would you guys think of like a troll skull color, like off white? Off white? I was thinking deep green. Mm. What if we did like the, um, cause like on that one, you can see like the main color is the gray. So we do like the deep green and then all the trimmings. Bits, the trip, thank you. That's the word. We're like the off white color. Yeah. Yes. I like that. I like that. Okay. And so, after 12 days, Trollskull is revitalized and rejuvenated in a nice dark green, trimmed in an off-white, 
uh, much like a troll skull's bones would be underneath the green skin. Ooh. And there you go. You have spent your money wisely. Uh, you have rejuvenated your home. Uh, that being said, each of you that have a room here, because I do want to talk about this, how many rooms are you leaving open for guests? Yeah, I was oh, thinking man. about that one we picked rooms. <laughs> Let's see. Let me pull up old, old Troll Skull. No, let me look at see what Here it is. Troll Skull Manor handout. Things to note, though, like the library and study has furniture in it, but it doesn't necessarily, it's not come full stocked with books, right? Like you don't have all of the books that a library would hold. You could have to go find some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like, generally speaking, like the next floor up would probably be the room, I guess, because you don't really want them trudging through all your personal base. But I think also Varys is in one of those rooms. I'm in the because spare room, but I don't have, like, anything in there. Like, he only has his bedroll and his junk, so, it, like, that would be easy to move to some place on the next floor, I guess, if that was going to be we our could, headquarters. We could move the library and study and turn it into a bedroom, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we're all on the third floor slash attic. Yeah. And then the whole second floor could be spare room, bedroom, and we could turn the den the common room could be like, I don't know, cheap kind of bunks or something. Hostel style. Mm-hmm. True. What about that den there on the, the north yeah. end, the upward end? Oh, yeah, yeah. We could make that into like a suite or something. True. You could also, I mean, you, you guys are as adventurers or you've stayed elsewhere. Multiple patrons to a room is not unusual. Mm -hmm. Having mm -hmm. multiple beds to a room. Yeah, makes I think sense. the den and the common room could both be like multiple beds to a room for sure. And mm -hmm. then have like the bedroom as like the fancy room people. Uh, private. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's do be aware that the common room itself, you have to walk through to get to the den. Oh, true. Right. The common room is meant more of as a quiet escape for your patrons from the tap room. Okay, so maybe we don't turn the common room into a... Uh... The multi, the multi room. Yeah. We move whatever we have in the library down to the common room. It can kind of be a library. Yeah. A relaxing yeah. area. And then yeah. the den can be the multiple beds to the giant room. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. That sounds good. Love it. Done. Okay. So the whole second floor is for guests. The whole second floor is for guests. A bedroom, spare room, and the den with the common room there. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I like it. And that'll work out magnificently for you guys. Cool. Um, so Troll Skull has been revitalized, rebuilt, and is now truly your home and a functioning inn and tavern issue being you have no one to work it but yourselves. Mm. Halflings. <laughs> Income halflings. <laughs> <laughs> Sketchy ass halfling. Olive. Olive. Bartender. <laughs> oh, yeah, him we don't have to pay. Well, we'll no, see. No, excuse you. Oh my gosh. He's not we our slave. Pay we him pay in different ways. We pay him in oh, yeah? Southern Vineyard High Road Chardonnay. What are you trying to. Dave, what the hell are you trying to say? Oh, I don't know. yeah? Christ halfway in the grave, anyways. <laughs> 
out here canoodling with ghosts? Maybe. 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 She eats dead rats. I wouldn't put it past her. Someone eats dead food. You think vultures out here canoodling with ghosts because they eat dead things? No. You don't got think a... you're canoodling with ghosts? I, I got a different palate. Does not mean <laughs> I am nasty with those on the other side. Thank you. You're the one who said we pay him in different things. I meant like leaving out like the bottle of wine for him. <laughs> Old friends come over for a second. I'm not gonna give myself up for a ghost <laughs> who sprayed my friend with acid. Well, I think that's more your fault than his. <laughs> no, my just gone. saw that coming. Now uh... you've gone too far. <laughs> well. Okay, so no canoodling with ghosts this payment. I get it. <laughs> the entire party just breaks up over this conversation about you cry every I can't ago. work with you anymore. <laughs> well, the band's uh, the band's disbanding. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, so I think we get the, all of that put together uh, over the next twelve days. Um, would you, you guys, would hire some people? Jane, go I want to hire Jane. You want to hire Jane? I did mention a Jane. You guys have a list. Yeah, right? I have a list. left are you a going, list. Are we going to meet any of them first? We're just going to see, like, yeah, you're hired, you're hired. No, Robo likes <laughs> Jane. I put a star next to it. <laughs> Robo wants us to play with Jane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you would like to hire Jane as your barkeeper? Well, yes. I guess if she passes the interview process, then yes. Sure, yeah. Over the next 12 days, while you're going through the, uh, the rebuilding of your home, you meet with different people. Uh, the list is as follows. There's Cooks, Willis Falk, Joyce per Pisces, and Fralfie Hightop, Barkeepers Alor, or Alor, uh, Scotta Vibernius, Tanka, and Jane, Jane. Serving people, Eason, uh, Philia Niney, and Riffolk Arnez. These are all of the options that you have, uh, here. Jane! Jane! <laughs> Jane! Jane, you will be mine. This is, yeah, I think, hang on, did I did I count? Let's call her up, baby. I have two different lists, I'm sorry. Who's to say um, Jane's not a man? Let's call uh, them up, baby. Also a, a, a Dasher Snow Beetle. Snow Beetle. <laughs> what can does I get he that do? One more time? Robo, can I get that one more time? A Dasher a Snow Beetle. Uh... <laughs> He's also he's on the uh, the serving list as well. I didn't put him on the server list. <laughs> uh, okay. She's right, like that. Well, <laughs> I, I, I that didn't. was a Minecraft right. reference. Minecraft jokes. Right. Don't canoodle your okay. ghost. It's fine. That's enough. <laughs> wow. I feel I feel singled out here. <laughs> oh, Malia almost became a ghost. I thought you were gonna say almost fucked a ghost. <laughs> what? This is some backstory we didn't know about. Yeah, this is from Cry and so Molly's we were early days. How Cry met Molly. <laughs> well, I mean, Cry's almost a ghost. Is that? <clears throat> so, Alan. <laughs> Anyways, hi DM, how you doing? Who would you like to meet? Jane. Jane. I can, I can... <laughs> you call for Jane. A Jane. <laughs> Comes. Call for Jane. Can we oh, just Jane. open the windows? Jane! Jane! We have to yeah. crawl up on the roof. Jane! Jane's, Jane's <laughs> been waiting. 
Jane's been waiting for like seven days to like for this interview. So good job, guys. She's been out on the street, uh, in the in the mist in the cold. Well, that's just come Jane. on, guys, on her part. Wait, has she just been Jeez. standing outside out front the whole time? She's while not we've been doing this. What you would have done is you <laughs> would have sent a note to Broxley. Broxley would have sent the people that you wanted to talk to for the interview. Jane, for her interview, is a female half-orc. She's short, with gray hair, short-cropped, and bright green eyes. Uh, she's pretty thick, uh, rather stout for an orc, uh, but has thick arms. Uh, and uh, one tusk is larger and longer than the other. Is, like, the other one broken, or is it, like... Nope, it just seems to be shorter and smaller. Just uneven. Hello, welcome. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Jane. I was told I could <clears throat> possibly get a, a job here as a barkeeper. Well, come on in. Please don't mind the dust. Uh, we shall conduct your interview here. She comes in. Uh, she's like got thick boots on, and uh, she comes over. Or do you like have like chairs sitting out for them, or? Yeah, yeah, one chair sits... to four staring at her. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> With, like, the sound of, like, pounding hammers and, like, scaffolding being put up and, like, <laughs> kitchens being built and all of this stuff happening all around her. She sits and she, she kind of sits and has her hands on her. Uh, right then, um, how does this work? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm, uh, Jane Half-Tusk. I'm an orc. Davian born and raised. Uh, got a, a little bit of experience behind the bar for some less reputable joints down over in Docks, the Docks district. But uh, well, I know my way around a bar fight and I uh, don't mind throwing out any rowdies. She kind of looks at you like, hopefully. What is your favorite drink? <laughs> oh, I... I love a, a nice ale. Uh, uh, any, none of that swill they serve down on the docks, but something up here from the, the northern districts. Very nice. Um, more more full bodied, but um, that, that seems to be my favorite. My favorite. I love her. Say, <laughs> hmm. so, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, um, well. Uh, I've, I've, I've basically quit the sailing, um, I didn't do too well out on the water, got sick a whole lot, um, five years, uh, well, this place seems pretty nice, maybe with a house up here, I don't know, maybe meet myself a nice man, show down a little bit, bar, or, no, push comes to shove, bar fights get out of hand, maybe I'm six feet under. Say one day you are working and there is a woman sitting at a table over there. She is munching on rats. How would you respond? Prize <laughs> like leans in just a little bit. Joe establishment. Um, Joe establishment plan on on serving rat. <laughs> not not to patrons. Oh um okay. Uh, so um. Would this be outside food or drink then? I suppose so, yes. Well then I would I would have to ask them to uh quit eating that order from the menu. Um or they can uh they they, they can leave uh, either through the front door or well I've 
tossed a few out windows. Yeah, Mina's gonna like pat Cry on the shoulder and whisper, uh, Dear, you are not a patron, you are an owner. Cry kind of goes, <laughs> <laughs> Mina, do you have any questions for this interview? Um, how do you feel about ghosts? Uh, uh, one more time, I, di I didn't quite catch that. How do you feel about ghosts? You've heard the rumors. Ghosts? Go oh, yes, yeah, I've I've heard. Um, Roxley let me know that uh, this place might be right haunted. And, um, yes. you know, I mean, like I've said before, I've been in plenty of scrape. I don't mind a spook or two as long as they're not looking to, you know, possess me or any such thing like that. I uh, thought keep, uh, keep, keep your wits about you when you're on the job. Damn. Oh. Yes, cry. Is Leaf present for this? Can I make yes. a perception <laughs> check? Roll him up. Perceive away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's still on that rat question. Anyways. I think, I think just five. as a group, we probably would have... We've seen enough of Leaf to know that he is present. Maybe we would have tried to reach out to him and invite him to this because he's kind of... Did did you leave Part a chair it, right? out for him? Yes. Just to freak out the interviewers. Leaf yes, might be there. He, okay. he might be there. Okay. It says reserved on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, if all of a sudden a glass was to get picked up, pulled down, and a spill was to arise behind the bar, what would you do? Um, no one's holding it. No. Well, um, uh, that's right, old, but it does fit with the, um, haunted bit. Uh, is this, uh, usual for your establishment? It's happened once or twice. Oh, and is that right? Interesting. Well, I'm, uh, I mean, if it's normal and, uh, you, you lot are all right with it, then, uh, I mean, I'd clean up my bar. Jane, do you know any magic? Oh no, I I never I never right took to it. My 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 grandmother though, she was a uh, a orc orc shaman out uh, out east. Um, my mother picked up a bit of it, but uh, I I never I never right took to it. I think I had too much of my father in me. Varus, do you have any questions? <laughs> And Varys, like, really seriously leans forward, hands clasped, looks her in the eye, and says, How do you feel about chests that spew acid at you? Oh, no! <laughs> well, that sounds right dangerous. You you keep a lot of that on the premises? We know of at least one. Wow. Um, interesting. Well, uh, in my position, I, I am a right trustful barkeep. I only tend my bar, and... Uh, only touch the things that pertain to to my my bar. If this chest is opened and spews acid out round my bar, I'm gonna be right right pissed off about it. We were too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. <laughs> Mally just like touches his face. <laughs> so cute. Malia. Hi. Um. Do you have any questions? Mm. She's sulking. 
She's still kind of upset about that rat question. <laughs> no, she shakes her head. Leaf, do you have any questions? <laughs> um, we don't hear anything. Hmm. What is your availability like, Jane? Oh, um, well, I'm just doing all jobs down at the docks right now. Uh, kind of just waiting on Broxley said he'd get me an interview, so I'm pretty happy about that happening right now. Uh, whenever you, you're ready, I suppose. And he, she looks around. Looks like your inn's almost up and running, I, I suppose, whenever you're ready. Um, would you be able to work full time? Oh, right, yes, I would, I'd love to. Um, obviously, uh, the pay would have to reflect as much, since I'd, I'd like to get a place somewhere nearby so I wouldn't have to travel so far. Um, if that's right with you, uh, but full time sounds pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I look to my companions and ask if they have any last questions. Nope, I think that sums it up. We'll be in touch. Right, um, of course, uh, thank you for, for your time, and she, like, kind of nods her head a whole lot, a little uncomfortably, and, and backs out, and ding ling ling Who else would you like to meet? <clears throat> uh, well, I feel like we need somebody from everything, so. We need a cook, we need a serving person. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gosh. Yison? Is that what it is? What? I wrote an X, I think, but I think that's wrong. Eason? Eason. Leeson? The first. The oh, first... E C I N. Eason. E oh, that was an E. I just forgot to put the top down. <laughs> Eason. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ethan. Uh, Eason. Uh, is a, a half elf, uh, female. Uh, has red hair and narrow amber eyes. She wears kind of modest garments, and uh, she seems to have a wooden holy symbol of some kind uh, around her neck. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, um, interesting necklace. Um, what, what is that? Whom do you serve? Oh, by Tom above, of course, uh, full justice and all. Who? Who? <laughs> I, be I believe it was Torm was the one that your monk friend was oh, also serving. Oh, oh, oh! I thought it was Tear. Oh, was he Tear? Oh, yeah. Frick. Which one's Torm? Now I gotta look these up. Frick. Tear is like the paladin-y one. I was like, I, I wrote down, I was like, yeah, she has like a, a religious symbol, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, blah, 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 blah. deities. I know I had this somewhere. Clom. Mm. Clom. Clom. Hang on. Pulling it. Load, please. Load, please. Deities of Forgotten Realms, load, please. Deities of Forgotten. It's not loading. Yeah. Okay. Not super important. Maybe. Is it a death uh, cult? No, it okay, did, no, it, no, it would be one of uh, it would be uh, justice or something okay, along okay. those lines. It can be retcon. Yeah. <laughs> Not a death cult. Let's put it that way. Okay, perfect. Passes my bar. 
<laughs> not a death cult. That's all the requirements she needed. Yep. <laughs> um. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, frick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, uh, I come, uh, I'm Waterdavian, born and raised. Um, I'm from the Castle Ward district. Um, well, I, I've done some serving in my time, uh, over, over in the ward. Uh, I thought I'd, uh, I'd like a nice change of pace, and my mother said the North Ward was safer, and, well, Roxley said that there's uh, a new tavern in town in need of a, of a, of a serving girl. Um, I did, uh, a little bit of work over at, um, uh, the Mighty Manticore for a while. Um, most of my time was spent there. And prior to that, I, uh, I actually was in the convent. Um, I, I haven't been out of that for very long. Is she cute? Um, uh, well, elves tend to be very charismatic, and she is at least half-elf. Uh, DM, is she, she hot? On an elf hot scale, yeah. Nice. Cool. Thank you. It's a fantasy world. Everyone's attractive in their own way. Malia tries to imagine what she would look like wearing a low top. <laughs> it's hard to tell because she looks like she still hasn't gotten over wearing just like the convent robes. Oh. So you can't tell necessarily what her body type is, if her a friendly way of saying that. Um... Yeah, but she has beautiful long red hair, uh, and her eyes are a gorgeous color. Red well, hair. The the area is not rough, so she wouldn't get picked on too much, I think. Hmm. Do I know anything about the mighty Manticore? Is that one of the oh. pop more popular places? Sure, why not? Uh, the Mighty Manicor, uh, it's uh, it's a, kind of a, a, a cheaper tavern, but it's an older, friendly tavern, ample ale and light evening fare at an affordable price. Tracks loyal clientele and merchants at the close of the day. Um, what was the nature of you leaving the Mighty Manticore? Oh, um, well, I kind of still work there. Uh, again, my mother said that I should move to the North Ward and try and find... Uh, some employment up here. It's a little bit safer. Have you been enjoying your work with the Mighty Manticore? Oh, of course, of course. I meet so many different types of people, and we have uh, we have so so many nice regulars and merchants from out of town that you'll see one week, and then months later they'll come back and remember your name. It's, it's very nice. And do you remember theirs? Oh, of course. Good. That is impressive. Well, I did spend a lot of time memorizing uh, scripture in books, and I just applied that knowledge to memorizing names. It's a helpful skill to have. How do you feel about ghosts? She, you, like, see her, like, clutch a little bit at her, her little holy symbol. Oh. Oh, ghosts. Those that haven't passed the beyond. Poor yes. devils, them. Well... In the convent, we would sometimes do work to lay those that haven't been laid to rest um, to ease their passing and figure out why they still hung around the material plane. Um, they don't make me uncomfortable, no, no. Um, she looks a little uncomfortable. <laughs> um, 
but, but I, I, um, I was never part of any of those things in the convent. Uh, it would be interesting to see, and I know that they are, are, are around here, and, I mean, but Broxley did say there might be some kind of haunting here, and it does make me nervous, but, uh, well, I, I'm willing to give it a try. Good, yes. Uh, yes, there have been known to be a few sightings here, so. Oh, okay. Just, you um, know, some things. <laughs> right. He doesn't that's, throw things that's, at you or anything. Oh, that's oh, all right then. Um, a friendly ghost then. Ah, uh, yes. Leave the friendly ghost. You never <laughs> wanted to. You hear like a. <laughs> from the, the open chair. And you like see her like. What's that? Oh my god. Um, you, you don't want to figure out how to lay him to rest then. Uh, if you would like to figure that out, then sure, but we are not about to kick him out. Oh, okay. Um, well, Leaf, friendly ghost, a uh, pleasure to meet you. Like, looks around a little bit. Uh, Varys, do you have any questions? Oh. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, I, I did have a question, but I forgot what it was. Shoot. Uh, next. Go on. Someone else. <laughs> Clyde, Rats. any questions? Rats. Um, if there was somebody in the corner eating a dead rat claw, what would you do? You get clutches and Oh my! Well, who would do such a thing as that? I believe uh. I've only seen goblins <laughs> and the like t take part in, in eating raw meats like that. Well, um, if a customer were to do that, what, how, what would your a reaction customer? be? customer? Yes. Did I serve it to them? No. Outside food and drink, then? Yes. <laughs> well, um, at the, at the Mighty Manticore, uh, or we, would, we would have to ask them to stop and or leave. Okay, yes. And if also, one of us were eating one. One of you? Well, well, why would you do that? Do you not have a cook here? Not yet, but just oh. um, if your if their palate was a little bit different than everybody else. Oh, so by choice, <laughs> not by need. It's, oh God, cry! Uh, yes, by choice. By choice. Um. Well, <laughs> I I, well, I think for 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 you as proprietors, I suppose that would be all right as my employers, but uh, um. Well, I, I would suggest maybe not doing it in front of your patrons. Uh, might unsettle some of them. Yes, that is true. Are you allergic to cats? Oh, no, I love cats. I have a couple at home. Oh, good. Perfect. Uh, Malia, any more questions from you? <clears throat> well... Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> well, I rightly hadn't thought about that until I left the convent. Mother's been so kind since I left. I didn't think she'd take Why it so well. Why did you leave? If you don't well, mind me asking. She'd like, make an insight check for me. Mm. Mm, that's the manner. Can't do an insight check with a house. Well. 17. Try. Um, she's blushing heavily 
Oh. <gasps> oh, tea. Oh my. Well, um, you're supposed to marry yourself to the god of your choice, I suppose, in the convent. But well, I I met someone and. Well, I thought that that life wasn't so much for me then. All the girls are like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I see. Okay. What would you consider your biggest strength? <laughs> <laughs> We're just Mine? interviewing Robo at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, and I hate that question. The next one's biggest weakness. Fuck yes. that, dude. Okay, and you know what? I'll answer this one, but to be honest, we're 20 minutes over time, and if we're going to take 30 minutes for every interview on a 15-person list, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> we're never going to get anywhere. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. You, you uh, did this to yourself. You gave us a list. <laughs> um. Well, I'd, I'd say my favorite, my best strength is uh, putting names to faces. And, and I have an excellent memory. Yes, how, how is your arithmetic? <laughs> well, um, before joining the convent, I did have standard schooling, but uh, in the convent itself, we, I mean, we do have keep our own numbers and keep things in line and people have their own place there uh, I'd say it's quite good what languages do you speak common um elvish uh, a touch of dwarvish I've, I've learned recently which is interesting enough um I do know some orcish uh, some of our less fortunate patrons that come to the convent for for well for healing and otherwise, uh, tend to tend to be orcish in nature. Um, I think that's that's all I know off the top of my head right now. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we will be in touch, my dear. Oh, um, of course, of course. And she like her hand falls away from clutching. She like notices that she was nervously holding on to her little symbol. She's, uh, uh, yes, of of course. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you. I I, I hope to hear from you you soon. We will be in touch. Fantastic. Yeah, she leaves as as quietly as she entered. Um, next and okay, no, we're not doing <laughs> this today. Let's go. Bring on the next Who's one. Next time. Next we... time. God, one day we're getting to chapter three. Damn it. <laughs> one day. Chat, thank you for tuning in tonight. I super duper appreciate all your patronage of here at Diefall Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get through and do some shout outs today. Uh, no Dice Mike, where can the people find Hello. you at? Patreon.com forward slash No Dice Mike is my main site at the moment. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch at No Dice Mike as well. Awesome. Thank you very much, sir. Stella! Where the people yeah. find you at? Hi guys, I'm Stella Luna here on twitch.tv and I am Stella Luna underscore TV on Twitter. Um, I do doodles and like dogs and do D&D &D, and that's what I'm all about. 
You guys can Excellent. catch me on Wednesday, 12 to 4 p.m. Eastern time to do doodles. Great, thank you. Dungeon Dame, where can the people find you at? Um, you can find me on Twitch and Instagram and Twitter, all under dungeon underscore dame. I paint miniatures and talk D&D, so come hang out. Excellent. Bravo. Hi, guys. Um, it's Bravo, and that's five R's, B. R, 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 A, V, O. Sorry about that. Um, but you can find me on Twitch at that same handle, as well as in Twitter. Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter nowadays. But um, on Wednesdays, we do a stream at 6.30 PST, Pacific Standard Time, um, where we talk D&D controversies, you know, like alignment Oh, fun stuff while we play Minecraft. So um, we have a lot of guests that come on nowadays. So please come check us out. And then my last Ravnica game is tomorrow over at Encounter Roleplay. And um, two, two, two. I checked. Apparently, it's two. What? We have two left. We have two games left. We'll go through it. Well, big psych, come <laughs> watch me. <laughs> Watch me um, tomorrow then play. Um, that is at two my time. Was it five Eastern five Standard? Eastern. Yeah, but come find me there and then I'm here on Sundays. And then I'm usually playing Minecraft. Salt Factory, I'm gonna say this right gosh darn now. If you wanna be on the server, if you wanna join the confines of the server, if you want server to make your life better, please DM me. I will give you uh, the invite and let you in. Awesome, thank you very much. Mwah. Hi, I'm Runaway Robot, otherwise known as Joel. This is my channel. Hi and welcome. Uh, this has been Divefall Presents uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Uh, we do Dungeons & Dragons content on this channel. We will be starting a secondary show in May, so announcements more to come for that at the end of this month. The biggest thing for this month right now is that on April 30th, this crew right here that you just watched will be teaming up with our other campaign, The Aspects, for a super awesome team-up fight a la The Avengers, and we're throwing them into deep space in a realm known as Dark Matter. If you have any interest in getting to know what Dark Matter is, I'll be posting up my entire deep dive on that on YouTube over the next week, as well as you can use the code RunawayRobot on MayChanPress.com to go get yourself a copy of Dark Matter. It is a D&D 5e compatible space-faring adventure kit essentially and it's freaking awesome and there's a lot of cool stuff in there especially spaceships that are customizable and laser swords and space sharks and void dragons and etc etc uh tomorrow i will be over on encounter roleplay at 5 p.m eastern standard time playing cyrus l's vault uh for one of his last two shows over there and uh then we do streams and variety streaming throughout the week as well so i play games over on this channel as well as do dungeons and dragons content so with that all being said Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in tonight. I super duper appreciate it. Follow everyone on this channel here. Go find them on their socials. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And until next time, later.